That's what the Colorado Media School offers to you. Call 303-937-7070 and get the info you need to start your career as a producer, sound engineer, radio anchor, and even host your own radio show. With financial aid available for those who qualify, you'll be able to start right away with hands-on training classes during the day or at night. And we'll even help you find that job you always wanted. Whether you want to work in radio, television, or social media, we've got the right program to prepare you for a position behind the scenes or in front of the camera. Colorado Media Schools. Call 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Scott Ages here for Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop for the tall, big, or athletically built guy. Now through August 5th, they're having their semi-annual clearance sell. So right now that means 20 to 60% off all top brand names like Tommy Bahama, Cutter and Buck, Columbia, Polo by Ralph Lauren, Robert Graham, Nautico, Enro, Casual Pants, Jeans, Dress Slacks, all 20 to 60% off. All dress shirts off at least 20, maybe up to 33% off and all neckties 20% off. Even my favorite dress shirts you can get right now, the non-iron dress shirts are 20 to 33% off. Don't forget shoes too. Got great selection of shoes that go in there, 20 to 60% off. Running or let's go play in the mud. They got it all right there. Kaufman's independently owned and has more style services selection than all those national chains put together. Trust me. They're at 3395 South Broadway in Inglewood, just a couple blocks north of Hampton. You can find the entire selection online on that interweb thing, Kaufman's.com. KKSE. Parker. Denver. Home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. All right, quick update from the uh, Lombardi-Mosier twosome here. Uh, we lost our first match. Uh, what happened there, Mosier? I missed a two-foot putt on the last hole to lose the match. What, I suck. What do you feel like doing right now? I feel like jumping off uh, the top of the cash register building downtown. Do it now. All right, quick update from our uh, Mojo Lombardi match. We lost the first one on the final hole. How do we do on the second one? Lost the second one on the final hole as well. Guy yeah. made a great birdie putt. Stupid final hole! Ah, welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Friday morning, Denver, Colorado. No Vic. James Merrillat, he's Manchester. Will Peterson, they call me HW with you this morning. And Manchester, as you heard, this whole member guest, Mojovic thing is going quite poorly. Now, so they lost two matches yesterday. On the 18th hole. Are they eliminated? So they played 36 holes yesterday? I guess. Are they eliminated? Like, how's this working? What's the, what's the setup? Well, Vic's not here today. Mojer won't be here today. So I think there's more golf to be played. We think. Or is it just, hey, we assumed we would advance, they didn't advance, and they're just going to play hooky? I, 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 These are the questions I'd like to know and answer to. Can you believe Mosier missed a two-footer on the 18th to lose him a match? That's uh, that's a monumental choke job. Do you know how mad Vic was? Oh, he was seething. Yeah. I think he was serious about letting Mose jump off the cash register building. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Vic has turned into quite the follow on Instagram. Oh, yeah. You can get uh, all of his takes. You can get his interaction with his daughter, who thinks he's terrible on Instagram. Uh, Vic Lombardi Sports on uh, on Instagram is definitely worth a follow. No doubt. We, uh, we're we talking sports here on Altitude 950 today, Friday. The Rockies are back in action. We got Michael Porter Jr. news, some news out of the NFL 
But it's it's funny, Manchester. I was craving a Rockies game last night. It was like yeah. it feels like it's been forever since I know. they've played. I know that Sunday game with the Trevor Story walk off feels like ages ago. What is what is Major League Baseball doing? Why do we have to take the entire week off? Why 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 can't they just play the game on Tuesday and be back at it on Thursday? Why didn't they play yesterday? I don't know. We had, hey. had three days this week with nothing, absolutely nothing. And one day with a meaningless all-star game. That's been the sports week. I wanted to get your thoughts on what the Rockies tweeted out yesterday. They didn't go with a menu tweet, but they tweeted a photo of the taco bar that was ready for the flight to Arizona. And I almost tagged you in and said, menu police, what do you think of this? Uh, I'm fine with it. They're coming off of a hot stretch. They're, uh, they deserve a taco bar. And you know what? It's very appropriate. Maybe they'll go down and put up seven runs tonight. <laughs> get if, us they, all if, tacos. if they don't get a couple of uh, taco games, then I think they should stop posting photos of the taco bar. I, I I do think it's funny that like you genuinely have a rivalry with the Colorado Rockies on Twitter. But just over one thing. Yeah. And, and I'm 100% convinced I'm right on this. If you lose a game, an hour and a half later, you should be not post, you should not be posting a photo of, hey, here's our menu and we're going to have, uh, creme brulee and steak sandwiches on the way to the next game. Like, no, you should, it, to me, it's no different than the little league team that gets beat and then goes and has ice cream. No, you get nothing and go home. That's what it should be. So Charlie Blackman shouldn't be allowed to eat on the flight. No, home? he should be allowed to eat, but it shouldn't be. It's too celebratory if you're tweeting out a picture of the menu of, hey, look what we're doing. No, you just got your butt kicked. Shut up. I don't want to hear about how good your meal is going to be tonight. I don't like that. If, if, if the Broncos lose a home game and then Case Keenum is tweeting photos of his steak dinner at Shanahan's that night, that wouldn't bother you? It would. Yeah, it's the same. What's the difference? It's the same thing. You should gloat and and show how cool you are and celebrate after a win, not after a loss. Okay. And it, it, it especially after like a really bad loss. Those are the ones that always tick me off. Like, hey, we just got swept in Cincy, but it's uh it's time for Cordon Blue. <laughs> <laughs> what did they call you? The menu police? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've kind of stopped doing it, though. I know. You've kind of made an impact. When they lose, they don't do it. Yeah. It, it is interesting. This second half for the Rockies finally gets started tonight. Uh, you and I have been hosting for Vic the last few days and have had some spirited debate on sort of where the teams in Denver really stand. Uh, to me, this is a hyper, hypercritical three months for the Rocks. I mean, this is kind of make or break whether or not you can keep this core uh, I heard uh, Danny Ancelo in for Mark Mosier yesterday talking about how Nolan Arenado will be the new Manny Machado in terms of the rumors unless the Rockies are contenders. Uh, I can see the premise. Um, and you're, you're talking about he'll be the new Manny Machado next year? Yes, like a year from now, it'll be like Joe Buck saying, from the Colorado Rockies, Nolan Arenado, and every big national guy on Twitter will be saying, wow, we're here, Nolan's going here, we're here, Nolan's going there. Okay, but th- let's also look at it this way. Baltimore's 28 and 69. 28 and 69. There's That's a 41 joke. games under 500. That's a joke. You can, you can certainly sit there and go, uh, hey Manny, we can be 41 games below 500 with or without you, mm-hmm. so we're gonna get something for you. The Rockies aren't anywhere in that, I mean, give me a break, they're, they're, 51 and 45. They're two games out of first place. So how bad would they have to collapse this year and how bad would they have to start next year to be 
for Nolan to be next year's Manny Machado. I, I don't, I don't, that's a leap for me. That's oh, a leap. I, I think the bigger point is if Nolan hasn't put pen to paper by this time next year. Because if you don't get the max extension for the guy, you got to trade him. You can't let him walk for nothing. No, I, un- I understand that. Yeah. But if, okay, fast forward to a year from now. They're 51 and 45, two games out at the All-Star break, and he hasn't signed. Are you trading him? No, I would hope Teflon Jeff had gotten a deal done by then. But he hasn't. So what do you do? That's a Jeff Bradich major, major problem. If a year from now there's no resolution on Nolan, because frankly, Manchester, as a Rockies fan, I'm pretty bummed there's no resolution on DJ. I, I don't I don't get that. I'm glad you got Charlie done, Jeff. But how have you not gotten DJ done? Or are you that confident in Brendan Rodgers? Well, if they are that confident in Brendan Rodgers, I'm not sure why. I mean, have we seen anything that gives us confidence that, yep, that guy's the next big league ready player coming out of the Rockies farm? No, system? we but haven't. Then, but then why isn't DJ done? And we can dive more into this throughout the show, but that's my point. Is if you let Nolan a year from now hit the point where DJ LeMahieu is, that's on Jeff Bradich, that's on Dick Monfort, that's on no one else. Okay. I mean, it could be on Nolan Arenado. Maybe he doesn't want to sign it. Then you got to move him. Maybe he sits there and says, guys, uh, let's see where we're at at the all-star break. What else are you going to put around me this summer? I'll, I'll, I'll be next summer. And if we're a contender and we're in it, then we can talk, but I want to see what else, I want to see what we do. I mean, he may do that. He may take that approach. Lots of questions. To I mean, be the last thing he wants to do Rockies. is sign a long-term deal and then they start dismantling the team around him and he's stuck here. Yeah. I, he doesn't want to do that. We can get into it more, but point being, huge second half starts tonight in Arizona. Finally, we are getting back to Rockies baseball. Big news right now. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? The big news right now. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. I feel very, you know, very close, you know, right around the corner. But, you know, I was feeling really, really good. Had a great pro day. I'm jumping really good again, and everything was coming back together. And I feel good. You know, I just had a sore a sore few days, um, but, I, but I'm on the right track, and I'm getting better every single day. That's Michael Porter Jr. on with Hastings and Brownman, Todd Romero, guest host, uh, a little bit ago right after he was drafted. Well, Michael was feeling good, but the Nuggets and their team decided – Put him under the knife again. Uh, medical update released yesterday afternoon by the Denver Nuggets. Michael Porter Jr. has undergone surgery of the lumbar spine at the Corral Clinic in Dallas, Texas. There is no timetable for his return to basketball participation. Manchester? Uh, uh, I'm just trying not to hit the panic button. I mean, you know, and everybody said hey, it's a breakthrough and going to be fine and they're not ruling out this season. Okay, and I'm cautiously optimistic, but we have seen these kind of things over and over and over again where when it's multiple surgeries and it just doesn't seem like it's something that can get right. So I'm holding my breath. I'll put it that way. I'm holding my breath. Yeah, I wouldn't expect to see Michael Porter Jr. for a little bit. More news in the NBA. They had thought they might have to do the wave and stretch provision on Anthony. That would have saved them over $100 million. But instead, they saved $75 million on this deal and get a player in Dennis Schroeder, you know, who is a high-quality starting-level NBA point guard. That's Woj talking about Carmelo Anthony. Manchester Carmelo is an Atlanta Hawk. Not for long. He will be bought out and get to pick the team of his choice. And then where does he go? Houston is the team we keep hearing about. Uh, why does Houston want him? 
And they I'm a lo- mellow. They lost Trevor Ariza, so I think they look at him as a starting three. I mean, I'm a mellow guy. I liked mellow as a nugget. I think he's the best nugget of all time. Mellow at this point doesn't seem like a guy who can play, at least not on an elite level. He's not an elite player anymore. He's a rotational sort of seventh, eighth man and guy. And he doesn't want to be that. So right. that just makes him a guy that's a problem. And Mello has always been a guy who could be problematic. So I don't understand how this, I don't understand how this makes sense. I really don't. I don't either. I think it's good news for the Nuggets if he goes to Houston. NFL. Every team in the NFL each year before they report to training camp are required to propose their plans for discipline. This is uh, anything that could be considered conduct detrimental to the team. The Dolphins are among the first teams to report. We should expect to see much more of this in the coming days. They don't have any intentions of suspending players for four games. They're simply outlining the maximum possible suspension or punishment for a number of different disciplinary possibilities. Protest during the anthem does fall under that umbrella, but as one Dolphin source told me, they have not decided actual levels of discipline, but absolutely, it's not going to be four games. That's ESPN's Jeff Darlington talking about the news from the Associated Press yesterday that said uh, Dolphins players could be suspended up to four games for kneeling during the anthem. The late, late update from Darlington is that with the Dolphins facing backlash after submitting the required paperwork, uh, the NFLPA and the league are negotiating, so much ado about nothing. I am just constantly baffled at how... NFL teams and the NFL as a whole keep just tripping over their you know what. Uh, how do they, how can they not get this right? Now, partially, shame on the Associated Press and shame on social media who just ran with this because as Jeff Darlington just outlined, that's not what it said. It right. didn't say if you kneel, you're gone for four games. That's not what it said. It outlined all of the different things you could get suspended for. It outlined the maximum suspension you could get for any number of those things, which was four games. And included in the things you could get suspended for was kneeling. It did not say, if you kneel, you're gone for four games. It did not. So the Associated Press and the media and the people who just want to jump all over this topic and use it to make a name for themselves connected dots. That Yeah, I mean, it, theoretically what they said could be true, but that's not what the policy said. No. But the NFL just can't get it right. It's also on them to communicate these things properly and to avoid these kind of problems. How does a multi-billion dollar business have this inept of PR people? How? I don't understand it. Well said. Rockies tonight in Arizona. Buddy Black on the second half. Uh, we need John to get uh, you know back on track like the game he threw the other day. Marquez is still growing but he's getting closer Sensatella, Bettis, you know these fellows are going to contribute too so you got a starting pitch and with that you know, we also know that the bullpen has had uh, its hiccups but I do think that in the next uh, 60 games you're going to see a more consistent bullpen. That's Buddy Black with Mark Mosier on Monday Manchester that feels like it was five months ago not five days ago I will say this about Bud Black he, he just said there uh, I believe you'll see a more consistent bullpen that's probably true, because I don't know that you could possibly see a more inconsistent bullpen. <laughs> the Rockies will go with Herman Marquez in the desert tonight. He faces off against Robbie Ray. You feeling good for the Rockies, man? You I am. Excited? I'm ready Let's to go. Get this second half going. I'm ready to go. I'm back in town, though, and they were good when I was out of town, so I'm a little nervous, because if they have a bad weekend, you know who Lombardi's blaming yeah. on. There's some demons to exercise in Arizona, too, right? 
Ever since that playoff game down there, they can't win down there. That, uh, the, the D-backs have had their number no matter where they played. Yeah. In essence. So, uh, yeah, it's a big series. It's, it, you gotta, if you can go down there, win the series, uh, it's big cause it's a team in the division. It's a team that you're battling. And it's also, you kept your momentum going. Big, big series to start off the second half. No doubt. Coming up today on the show, we'll talk to Chris Dempsey at 8.30. What is going on with Michael Porter Jr.? And will he play for the Nuggets this season? James Marilat, Will Peterson. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Home of the Rabbits, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Many of us were professional managers on Twitter. Hey, let the fun today Epic slides, thrilling rides, adventure for the whole family, like Brain Drain and Slidezilla. New shows like Magic, Smoke and Mirrors, and Kids DJ Dance Party. Helix Gardens Theme and Water Park. Two great parks, one low price. We love coming here. It's great for the whole family. Purchase online or at any King Supers. Helix Gardens. We love you. Man, blasting the AC in the summer is one of my favorite things to do. Until I get the bill and then I curse a little and turn that AC right off. Hey, it's Emac from the Hastings and Brownman Show. And my friends at K&H Home Solutions have a little secret for you. Did you know that replacing your old doors and windows could save you a bunch off your utility bill? And it will also save you from cursing like a pirate. Right now, if you purchase a beautiful handcrafted Provia door from K&H, they'll give you 25% off and they'll also give you 25% off energy efficient windows. So call KH, tell them you got a little potty mouth situation and that you need help with new doors and windows. Setting up a free in home consultation is really easy. Oh, and when you talk to them, be sure to ask about their incredible financing options. All you got to do is go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For window siding, doors, and Recent hailstorms have diminished undamaged new car and truck inventories throughout the front range, but not at Medved Chevrolet. Medved's inventories are untouched by hail. No damage. That means no Carfax report, no paintless debt repair, no body shop, no problems in the future. And the savings? During the Medved No Hail Sale, you can get a new Chevrolet and save thousands. Get discounts up to $17,000 off MSRP. Financing as low as 0% for 72 months. Or no payments for 90 days. Why pay more? For a damaged vehicle, shop today at Medved Chevrolet during the no-hail sale. Medved Chevrolet, on the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock, and on I-70 in Meat Ridge, exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Online at medvedchevrolet.com. Chevy, find new roads. Select vehicles only. Stock number CD4318. MSRP 65,030 plus tax title and fees includes 599DH. Must finance through GM Financial with approved credit. Subject to prior sale expires 73118. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real and being pre-qualified by American financing gives them that assurance and that's a key to winning in a seller's market what makes me a fan they have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure pressure is fine on the field but not for your home loan american financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals the better business bureau has given them an a rating 
If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He's scored! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain. A dog pile. He threw it from inside of his own blue line. Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go ads. Altitude 950 traffic update. A rollover accident on southbound Wadsworth at 108th Avenue has all those southbound lanes shut down. Traffic is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Highways are accident-free right now, although you have some slow traffic eastbound I-70 jamming. On your approach to I-25 through to Brighton Boulevard, you have enough things to worry about every day. Insurance shouldn't be one of them. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, I knew the blood of the city and, and uh, Patrick there, but because they'd be around the team, they were ball boys and, and be on our road trips and stuff, but I did not know any of the daughters. Um, it's kind of a murky situation. It's kind of weird. Um, I feel like the, you know, just from reading both sides of it and, it feels like the the current power structure seems to want to maintain their power structure until um, as long as they can. So they've basically said that one's not worthy, but this one will be in eight years or something. I mean, they seem both qualified to take the job, but there's an age limit to take on the you know the ownership of the team. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show. That was former Broncos center Ring of Famer Tom Nalen with us on the show yesterday. Discussing the Broncos' ownership situation. Uh, of course, Tom played for Mr. Bullen for a long time. Manchester, those comments from uh, from Tommy ha- have gotten some attention. And um, he said a lot of things yesterday with us that have gotten a little bit of attention just because he's Tom. He's so honest, right? Uh, yeah, it was a very uh, revealing interview. I uh, encourage everyone to uh, find it on Altitude950.com, on our uh, Twitter account, Facebook page. Uh, check it out. On the app, there's all sorts of places you can find it. Yeah, you can listen to it. Tom Nalen, uh, of course, former coworker of ours. And what did he tell us he does now? Uh, literally nothing. nothing. And he made a point of saying, I'm actually using the term literally correctly, <laughs> which most people do not. Love Tommy. He is great. All right. Coming up at 830, we'll talk to Chris Dempsey. We've got a more, you know, from Manchester, uh, Project Healing Waters, Fly Fishing Inc., president and CEO. Uh, Todd D is what we're going with. He'll yeah. be on with us yeah. at nine. There's no way Todd's last name ever could get on the back of a jersey. <laughs> Give it a try. De Grasselier? Eight, I, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Sixteen letters in that name. Yeah. Sixteen. Well, and he's a president and CEO, so he's a big deal. But I'm going to just go, Todd, how you been? I think Todd advanced, you could advance up the ladder though, because Nobody wanted to have to fill out the paperwork to get rid of you. People would be scared of you. Well, that kind of last name. I got to find out how this is pronounced. But no, I'm looking forward to the conversation. In all seriousness, it's a really good cause, and we'll dive into that. For now, let's go to piping hot takes. I am the greatest. 
because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. It's Manchester's Hot Take. Uh, it's been a while since I've uh, made fun of the Denver Post, um, but I'm going to do it today. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I think when I think of a headline, I think of like 1948 presidential election, and there's Harry S. Truman holding up the Chicago paper that says Dewey beats Truman. They got it wrong, right? right. Truman actually won the election, but that's that's a headline. Dewey beats Truman. Almost less letters than Todd DeGrasse's last name. It's yeah. just in that headline. And it's like in 150-point font. You can see it as you're going by the newsstand. That's how the headline is supposed to be. Sure. Let me read for you the headline on the front page of the Denver Post Sports section today. This is the headline, not the subhead that explains the headline. This is the headline. The Rockies were on the brink of the abyss, period. Then LeMayhew's home run saved them, period. That's the headline? Three lines? What? That's the headline. Why isn't it just LeMayhew saves Rockies bacon? Or why isn't it the game changer? And then this is the explanation underneath it. That's the headline? (laughs) Who wrote that? I don't know. But there's two periods in the headline. It's two sentences. And it's a headline. First of all, you're not supposed to have punctuation unless it's an exclamation mark or a question mark. You shouldn't have periods. What is this? Can you tweet that one again? Yeah, I will. Okay. I, I'll po- post a photo of it. Like, because last time you tweeted the Denver Post, you went a little viral. I mean, that that thing. Like, I'm not sure that was that's short enough to even be a tweet back in the old days. It might even be 140 <laughs> characters. <laughs> you were the first one to catch the the picture of the Philly Stadium and, and, and as a visitor's guide to 20th and Blake. I don't believe there's anything wrong in this in terms of like punctuation or you know spellings. Other than the fact of that ain't a headline. Dewey beats Truman is a headline. You and I both have friends that work at the Denver Post, but that's a staff that has been gouged. Because that's a copy editor on the East Coast writing that. It is. That's somebody who's never worked for like, like a school newspaper. At North Glen High School, if we tried to put that on the school newspaper, they'd been like, you guys don't get it. You don't understand what we're doing. He's this at James, how it works. He's at James Merrill out on Twitter. He says he'll tweet it out. Good grief. You got anything else to vent about? No, that's it. Move it on. It's HW's Hot Take. Woj drops a Woj bomb yesterday. Carmelo Anthony has been traded to the Atlanta Hawks, where he will be waived and become a free agent. The Houston Rockets are front runners to sign Anthony, who's also considering the Miami Heat, league sources said. Let's hope Melo goes to Houston, because we've said a lot on these airwaves. Golden State's the one, Houston's the two, the Nuggets, everyone is in a free-for-all for the three. But if Melo goes to Houston, and it's a Wednesday night in Milwaukee, and James Harden's busy putting up 45, you think Melo's going to be happy taking four shots, going two of four, scoring six points, three boards, one assist in his 18 minutes on the floor? No, because that's not Melo's personality. That's not Melo's ego. Melo to the Rockets would be the best thing that could possibly happen to the Denver Nuggets. Because he could go in there and cause problems down in Houston, much like he caused problems in Oklahoma City, much like he caused problems in New York. And it, frankly, would just make the West a little more wide open if Mello, the chemistry killer, signs with the Houston Rockets. Golden State is the one, but if Mello ends up in Houston, 
the two is now up for grabs. And yes, the Nuggets would have to have a perfect season, but you can't rule them out of that conversation, in my opinion, which is crazy because there's nine other teams in that conversation. Maybe not nine, six, but the Western Conference point being Manchester going to be a heck of a lot of fun next year in the NBA. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think there are a lot of people who bemoan the fact that the Western Conference is going to be so good. Oh, it's so tough. And thank God Kawhi's out of the, out of the conference. So now it's just going to be not quite as hard. Like, no, how about just embrace it? It's going to be fun. This year was fun. There were six teams or seven teams between 45 and 49 wins. Yeah. Great. If it's that way again, good. Embrace it. Just be the team that gets to 50 plus. Right. And be the team that, you know, how many conversations did you, Vic, and I have of the Nuggets could finish anywhere three to ten, you know? Yeah. And they finished ninth. So they weren't the team that embraced it. Now they had a great finish to the season, but they had some bad losses that cost them a playoff spot. They need to be the team that says, we're going to embrace it and we're going to distance ourselves from that pack. We're going to be the team that gets to 54 wins and is the three seed. That's what we're going to be. And I, I, that would have been eight more wins last year. Okay, if Paul Millsap doesn't miss half the year and they don't blow just some inexcusable games at Phoenix, home. Phoenix, Memphis, Atlanta, yeah. 54 is not outside the realm of possibility. Well, and I know it didn't end particularly well, but when George Carl went 38 and 3 at home, they didn't mess around at the Pepsi Center. Right. 38 and 3. And who were the three losses? Well, I know they blew a 20-point lead to a pretty mediocre Minnesota team because I yeah. was at that game. And I believe they lost, like, Washington and maybe lost to LeBron, and that was it. It yeah. was 38-3. and Yeah. I'm not saying Michael Malone's team can go 38-3, and but 33, 34, 35 home wins? Well, I think last it's in the possi- year, I think it's a possibility. Last year heading into the season, and I don't remember exactly what the number was. I think it was 25, and Coach Malone said that's how many wins he would like to have at home. And we talked about it on the show. We're like, that's way too low. I think the minimum you got to win at home. If you really have desires or aspirations or legitimately are chasing that three seed, you have to win 30 games at home. That's the minimum. 30 and 11, which they did this past year. They were 31 and 10. So you you should be able to repeat that. But and you should be able to improve on it. You should. But look, they also beat. I mean, they beat some very good teams on their home court. Now, they did. So if you if you don't blow games against Phoenix, well, maybe you don't beat Golden State, you don't beat Cleveland, and you don't win some of those games. So, you, you know, some of that will even out. 30 is the minimum because then you got to go basically but 500 on the road. can you win 25 on the road? No, but you could win 20. You could, you could go 500. So if you go, if you win 31 again at home, you win 20, you go 21 and 20 on the road, you're 52 and 30. That's probably going to get you the three seed. Certainly the four. All right. I'm going to set the bar at 33 or 34. That's the formula. If you want to get to 40 or 54, 55 wins, you're right. You have to lose single digits at home. That's that's how the math most likely is going to shape up. The good news is this team is capable of losing single digits at home. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, we'll talk a little more Rockies baseball down in Arizona. What are the keys to the second half? And how do the Rockies get back to the playoffs for the first time in franchise history? Let's make the playoffs two years in a row. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. We're keeping you on top of the Nuggets. Isaiah Thomas is now a Nugget. If he can score 15 points per game, that's all you need. The Rockies. It's not just winning. It's winning series against winning teams. 
And pretty soon, Altitude 950 is going to be on the case at Broncos training camp. I want to master this offense. We've made some big steps. You know, there's a lot to grow on, too. When you're here, you get it all. That's the advantage of Denver's all-sports station. We talk sports here on this station. We talk all sports. Altitude 950. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 115 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders, and knees, all of which I've used after a 10-year career. And they have everything you need right where they are. MRIs, surgery, lab, x-rays, everything right on their premises. And that was huge for me as a parent with little time. So check out the Center for Spine and Orthopedics and their 200 Google reviews and testimonials from patients. Patients who love getting their care at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. And trust me, you will too. So give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Dad, are you going to be home in time for my school play? I'm going to try my hardest. And don't forget about my ball game on Saturday. Yep, I'm planning on it. That's what you said last week, but you weren't there. I know, and I'm sorry. My job takes me far from home and is important to our family. I can't always get home when I'd like to. Does this sound familiar? I bet if you're driving trucks for a living, this is your life. Well... It doesn't have to be that way anymore. The Safeway Distribution Center at Colorado Boulevard and I-70 is hiring Class A CDL drivers. The best part about this job is you get to go home when your shift is over. They'll treat you with respect. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement package are all outstanding. You'll start out earning $22.49 per hour and could be earning up to $24.99 per hour in no time. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a hiring bonus of up to $5,000. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day day-to-day life. I didn't find that working behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was to serve my country and my community. And it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing aircraft. To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers and Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three year, 36,000 mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at Ken'sAutoServiceInc.com. The color 
Colorado Rapids will face off against Argentine Giants Boca Juniors in a friendly match presented by Western Union on Tuesday, July 24th at Dick's Sporting Goods Park. Kickoff is at 7 p.m. Tickets are available now at coloradorapids.com. Emic Chevy has some bad news and some good good news. The bad news is we got hit with hail. The good good news is that you can't see the hail and you can save thousands on top of our already crazy low prices. Come get a crazy good deal today, only at MX Chevy. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A rollover accident has shut down the southbound lanes of Wadsworth at 108th. This traffic report is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. You can go west on 108th and take Johnson Road to 104th and then return back to Wadsworth. Overall, traffic is lighter, so hopefully you are seeing good speeds, but you do have stop-and-go traffic southbound I-25, I-70 to Spear, westbound I-76 on your approach to 74 to 270. You have enough things to worry about every day. Insurance shouldn't be one of them. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you liberty mutual insurance i'm chris mclaughlin with traffic on altitude 950 altitude 950 denver's all sports station text us at 30933 to join the show do you believe in that or do you think hey man breaks a break you can't really decide when it happens right uh yeah no a breaks a break and uh, <clears throat> you know we're, we're playing well and um you know, we, we feel like we're, we're hot and, you know, we're pitching well and, uh, you know, swinging it well. Um, you know, it, it, it probably could have come at a better time, but, you know, that, that's nothing that, you know, we're, we're giving any, any emphasis to. Um, you know, we, we feel like we're gonna, we're gonna pick back up right where we left off. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. That's Rocky shortstop Trevor Story with Vic on Tuesday. Of course, Story would go on to Homer that night in the All-Star game. Let's hope he homers tonight in Arizona. Are we uh, bumping back with Lavert, Jesse? That's correct. Okay. Just yep. wanted to make sure I was hearing yeah, Casanova, Casanova. Yep. in the background. Little 80s R&B. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So you were more interested in the 80s R&B than Trevor Story talking about the timing of the All-Star break. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I think it's, I think that's, it, it's just one of those things like, for every team that it kills the momentum, there's a team that it doesn't. Like, I, I don't think it has any impact. I, I, why? Uh, maybe they were just about to run out of gas and it was going to peter out. They got a little break and now they can keep it going. It's just, it seems to me like it's just a, it's trying to build an excuse for the fall that everybody thinks is inevitable. Why? Why does it have to kill the momentum? Well, the good news is the Rockies were on the brink of the abyss. Then LeMayhew's home run saved them. Yes, yes. Which, boy, that is, that's catchy. If you miss Manchester's hot take, that literally was the headline in the Denver Post this morning. The Rockies were on the brink of the abyss, which is true. Then LeMayhew's home run saved them. Also true. I also remember there were a lot of people, that was a day game. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of people tweeting about how that was a season-saving home run at the time. Myself included. And then there were a lot of people, including our own Josh Dover, mm-hmm. who mocked them. Careful what you say on Twitter. Yeah, Dover. Because it could come back and get you, Dover. They're 13 and 3 since your hot take, Dover. Uh huh. So, uh, you were on that, HW. That wasn't hyperbole. Well, we've all tweeted dumb crap, right? I have 45,000 of them. I'm sure you could go find a handful if you really wanted to dig through my time. You've timeline. tweeted 45,000 times? Yeah, let's see how many times you've tweeted. 24,600. 24,000 times in my life, I decided I needed to take time and type something for the world to see. Do you know who's tweeted more than me? One Vic Lombardi, 62.6 thousand times. 
Think about that, though. Would you have thought you did anything in your life 50,000 times? Well, Vic has 62,000 tweets. You have 20, what did I say, 4,000? I've got 45.7 thousand. Combined, we've tweeted uh, more than 120,000 times. Who's like a high-volume tweeter? Uh, our friend Matt Moore, HP Basketball, right? Did he, you hang out with him and, and go to the clubs? Is that is that the guy you went to the clubs with? It was with? Matthew Barry. Oh. Guess how many times Matt Moore from the Action Network, who comes on Vic's show all the time, has tweeted? Uh, 180,000 times. 340,000 times. 340,000 tweets? Yeah. How long do you think it takes you to comprise a tweet? 20 seconds. 20 seconds. So that means, how many have you if done? I'm, I mean, if I'm angry. How, you many, how many have you done? 45.7,000. So 45,700. So if you do one every 20 seconds, it means you do three a minute. So divide that by three. You've spent 15,000 minutes of your life. 15,000 minutes of your life. Tweeting. Tweeting. So how many hours is that? That's 253 hours. That's a full 10 and a half days. Ten and a half days tweeting. You're at like six days. I know. This is asinine. What are we doing? I could, that's an entire vacation every day from sunup to sundown doing nothing but tweeting. Vic's tweeted 22,000 more times than me or something like that. So he's at 15 days. He spent more than two weeks of his life typing into his phone and hitting post because the world just has to know what we were all thinking at that exact moment. We have lost our collective minds. Wait, so you're now hot-taking Twitter? I'm hot-taking how ridiculous it is that we spend that much time doing that. If you, if somebody told you you'd spent 11 days of your life, 11 full days of your life tweeting, you would have thought, no way. That's a lot of time. It is. That would be from today until July 31st. You couldn't sleep. You couldn't eat. You couldn't do anything else. You just had to sit here and tweet nonstop. From now till July 31st? or thir- Yeah, 31st? I what? Think you, I think you'd lose a handful of followers. The end of the month. It is crazy how uh, Twitter is the, the medium, right? The vehicle. Like, if you have something that you... Like, Say you have a, a a piping hot sports take that you just can't wait to share with the world. How else do you do it? I'm not going to post it on my Facebook. My grandma doesn't care. I'm not going to post it on my Instagram. I, my friends from college don't care. I'm not going to Snapchat it. Like if I have something that I need to get off my chest, I tweet it. I say it at 7.20 every morning. Uh, you've had some Twitter benders in your day, man. Come I on. have, yeah. and I, but I've cut down. You have. You've gotten better. I'm like the guy who used to get hammered every night, and now I have two beers. <laughs> you become a, uh, what would the word be? A moderate tweeter? Yeah. A responsible yeah. tweeter? Yeah. I, I, I've done it in moderation now. I'm more of a retweeter. You do seem happier to me when you're not fighting with people on Twitter. It's a total waste of time, and I realized that before I did the math. I'm like, this is a waste of time. I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you the story. Here's when I realized Twitter was just ruining my life. Okay, let's hear it. So the Broncos win a game. My fantasy team wins. And I'm just going to be honest, my parlay hits. There you the go. The day could not have gone the better. The trifecta. And I'm mad. And I'm like, why am I mad? I'm mad because some idiot CSU fan is trolling me on Twitter. Why am I arguing with this idiot? Why? 
He's getting something out of that because he's getting a rise out of me. Mm-hmm. It's no different than why does my 12-year-old pick on my 9-year-old? Because he freaks out and it's funny to him that he can make his brother mad. Why am I being the 9-year-old? Ugh. So, so I'm out. I, so have you, have you, in this, cause I, you and I have talked about this before, both on air and off. I still will fight with people on Twitter. I do it less and less, but I will still fight with people. I will not. For the most part. When's the last time you fought with someone on Twitter? I, I don't remember. Really? I have no recollection of it. And here's the other thing. Look at, look at you. You go on this big diet. You lose this weight. You're a vegan. You're just a happy, you got hair. You're just a happier camper. <laughs> and here's the other thing, and this is going to sound silly, but you also shouldn't fight with anybody below you on the totem pole. I'm <laughs> not getting into this with you. <laughs> What's the point? What are you, what are you going to gain? So you're saying like Vic fighting with Darren Ravel, perfectly acceptable. Totally fine. Darren Ravel's got what? 2.3 million Twitter followers. Right. Yeah. Right. Why am I, go- why am I fighting with some egg with nine followers? What is the point? Why am I doing that? Well, the other thing too, you're right about that is you don't know who the egg is. It's a, it could be a 14 year old kid or it could be your coworker who doesn't like you. Like burner accounts are a thing. We saw that with Brian Colangelo. Yeah. You have no idea who's behind that egg. For all I know, it's Birdo. <laughs> Does Birdo seem like a burner account guy? <laughs> Would it shock you? Like if you found out he's got a burner account and he just trolls everybody. At he's the never station. tweeted before if you look at his account. He does have an account. He does have an account, but he's never tweeted. Birdo's number is zero. That's that's pretty admirable. I just think I, I, I knew it was a waste of time. I've been solving this problem on my own. I just crunched the numbers and did the math. That's shocking. You've spent 11 days of your life nonstop tweeting. Uh, 1253 says retweets do count as tweets. Fine, but I'm not, it, it also takes me a second to hit the button versus 20 seconds to spell everything right and punctuate it right. Uh, Danny wants to know how do you find how many tweets you've sent? Just go to your profile, Danny. 2190, I tweet because I don't have a pulpit. I neither have the skill nor opportunity to do radio. That is Morgan. I get it. That's fine. I understand that. I mean, I understand why people do it. I've, I've done it 24,000 times. Trust me, I understand it. And Morgan, don't say you have the skill nor the opportunity. Internships are available in radio all over this country. If you want to do it, apply for an internship. I just, how much happier would we all be if we just backed away from the social media? This is, I think this is, I think this is my new mission in life. But dude, you and I can't delete it all. If you, if you're a banker driving to Wells Fargo today, you can delete it all. You just can't. You and I can't because then people are going to think we got fired or died or something. Give, give them hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a fun segment talking Rocky's second half. Uh, it's a big series. They need to, yeah, uh, they need big, to win big, two big out of three. How about that? In Arizona. <laughs> All right. Coming up next, we got a fun power five for you. We've done a, a version of this before, but you guys are going to like it. It's our question of the day next. And it involves beer. So that's always a good thing. Happy Friday. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. The Rocks have clawed their way back to within two at the All-Star break. Monday afternoon, Mark Mosher broke down the first half of the season with Rocky skipper Bud Black. We've been playing good baseball, and I think the guys are, are excited about it. How we pitched, uh, how we swung the bats. Your team mentality got tough. That's what it is, that, hey, we can do this. It's time to do this. DJ's big swing on the day game before we went to L.A., that might go down as one of the biggest hits of the season. And then from there, we just kept pitching well. What's next? I think this thing's going to go down to the to the last couple weeks of the season. 
season. To hear the whole conversation, click on the podcast page at Altitude950.com or open the Altitude 950 app. Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change, one that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to a $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. I know it sounds funny, but if you like to go big, then you need to think mini, like Shop Mini. Make the 2019 Mini Countryman Hybrid your new car. With more room to fit more friends, more style, and more British refinements, you will be completely fulfilled in the go big category. Because it's a hybrid, the Countryman will get you big miles for less, and you'll also get all the tax credits on top of the already great Shop Best price. So, if you want to go big, and trust me, you do, see what the Countryman Hybrid is all about at shopmini.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Looking for the ultimate guys we Get to Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Satisfy your appetite for championship golf, a great steak, and all the Vegas-style action you can handle. And girls, where should you go for the ultimate girls weekend? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Relax in a cabana at the pool, indulge in a spa day, and get all the Vegas-style action you can handle. Book your best-ever guys or girls weekend now at buffalothunderresort.com. Hey, Avs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. The kid has got to break away and just and scores! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Avs! And the building is on fire at Pepsi Center! Scott Hayes is here for Kaufman's Tall and Big Men Shop for the tall, big, or athletically built guy. Now through August 5th, they're having their semi-annual clearance sell. So right now, that means 20 to 60% off all top brand names like Tommy Bahama, Cutter and Buck, Columbia, Polo by Ralph Lauren, Robert Graham, Nautico, Enro, Casual Pants, Jeans, Dress Slacks, all 20 to 60% off. All dress shirts off at least 20, maybe up to 33% off, and all neckties 20% off. Even my favorite dress shirts you can get right now, the non-iron dress shirts are 20 to 33% off. Don't forget shoes, too. 
Got great selection of shoes that go in there, 20 to 60% off. Running or let's go play in the mud. They got it all right there. Kaufman's independently owned and has more style, service, and selection than all those national chains put together. Trust me. They're at 3395 South Broadway in Inglewood, just a couple blocks north of Hampton. You can find the entire selection online on that interweb thing, Kaufman's.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A uh, problem with a rollover accident. This is reported Wadsworth at 108th and Westminster. Maybe a spot you want to avoid if you can. Traffic is brought to you by Express Employment Professionals. Getting word of a crash eastbound I-70 at Dahlia. Watch for delays there. And I-76 is slowing. No accidents, but it's stop and go approaching 74th to 270. Download the free Express Jobs app to find a job near you. Express Employment Professionals want to connect you with a new job. Apply on the Express Jobs app. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And uh, let's go get a beer soon and catch up. All right, man. All right, take care. There he goes. Former Bronco Center, Tom Naylor. Ah, yes. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. Happy Friday. Excuse me, James Merrillat, Will Peterson with you until 10. Uh, Merrillat, Naylor wants to get beers with us this weekend. You in? Uh, could be, yeah. Uh, I'm a pretty busy weekend, but you know, I can, I'd like to, sure. What's on the, uh, what's on the docket? I, I, it's, you know, I don't want to bore people. So you're not that busy. You just don't want to go hang out with me. No, no, I do want to <laughs> hang out with you. I've, okay. I've got, if you have to know, I have a, uh, potluck, which, God, I hate potlucks. There's, Ooh. there is nothing worse than a potluck for someone like me who just, imagines every person's kitchen is them petting their dog and then rolling meatballs. I just, I can't, I can't stand potlucks in terms of the food. I like the mingling and the beer is usually fine. So I've got that with the new tackle football team that my nine-year-old is going to be playing on this fall. We're taking that leap. You're letting him play tackle. Yeah. I didn't know this. I was squarely on the fence and I went with a yes. You and I talk a, a lot, obviously, because we're coworkers. You had not dropped the bomb on me that your nine year old is allowed to play tackle football. I, uh, I, I am allowing him to play. You know, uh, Lombardi will have takes on that. Uh, yes, he will. I think he'll be in favor of my decision. Oh, he'll be hugely in favor. Um, so we got that on Saturday night, if you must know. Uh, well, sorry, we don't have to get into this if you don't want to talk about it. And then at 11 on Sunday morning, I'm going over to my 90-year-old grandmother's house and helping her made, make fried chicken, which I can't even eat, but I'm making fried chicken for the entire family because we're having the big annual grandma's fried chicken feast on Sunday night at 6 o'clock. How old are you? Four, I'll be 45 on Halloween. So. The fact your grandmother's still with you is She listens to the cool. show. That's awesome. Can I come make fried chicken? She listens to the show. Yesterday morning, she called me and she said, just wasn't the same without you. I appreciated that. I've got one fan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, you, you retweeted a few of your fans. We were talking about Twitter last segment. <laughs> I noticed that. You retweeted a couple people. Uh, why not? Why not? Uh, so that's my weekend. Now, can I squeeze in beers with you and Naylon? I don't know. I'd like I'm, to. I'll shoot you a text and we'll figure it out. Okay. Sounds All good. right. Uh, we were talking about beers because our Power Five is about beer. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. All right, hit us up, 30933 on the Altitude 950 text line. We want you guys to blow the text line up on this one because you got to type something very short. Who's the most random athlete in Denver history you want to get a beer with? Everyone wants to get a beer with Elway. Everyone wants to get a beer with Peyton. We get it. 
Hit us up, 30933, the most random athlete in Denver history. You're like, wait, that dude just invited me to a bar? Yes. Uh, I had beers, uh, with, uh, Broncos Ring of Famer and NFL Hall of Famer. It sounds like a Will story. Yeah. Uh, Gary Zimmerman. Woo! In Bend, Oregon. I went there to, uh, do a story on him when he was going into the Ring of Fame. Um, and we met at the, uh, I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation, but the Deschutes, Deschutes Brewery. Okay. Uh, and he was ordering the big, dark, heavy beers that are like 10% ABV. <laughs> Uh, what do they call those? IPAs? I, I don't know, but here's just a little piece of life advice. Okay. Don't try to go beer for beer with an NFL lineman. <laughs> did you pass out? No, no. But I guarantee you I felt worse the next morning than he did. Yeah. It was rough. It was fun, though. It was great. All right, so any sport, Manchester, any team, any era, who are you just fascinated by? Just a guy that, like... Over the years, you just liked him, or you just, for whatever reason, you kind of gravitated toward him, and people were like, why do you like that guy so much? Uh, I randomly was a fan of Larry Canada when I was a kid. He was like this running back on the Broncos roster who, I mean, he wasn't even the starter. He wasn't even the star. Like, but I have all these pictures of me as a kid, and you could buy the, the, like, Huffy uniforms, you know, and get mm-hmm. your, their iron on black numbers. Like, it wasn't even close to looking accurate, but your black, the black numbers, and you could do any guy you want. My brother was 14, Norris Weiss, the backup quarterback. Okay. God, and I was 35, Larry Canada. I don't know why I was just fascinated with Larry Canada. Is, so, is Larry still with us? I don't know. I was going to say, if he's listening, I have no idea. That's the show, Larry. We want to hang out with you. Larry Canada was my random guy that I was a fan of for some unknown reason. All right, texts are flowing. We'll get to him here. 1253 says Ronaldo Balkman. Oh, that'd be mm-hmm. fun. I'd have something other than beer. Saul goes Eduardo Nahara. <laughs> Wasn't that the, the Magic Johnson <laughs> yeah. mispronunciation? Yeah. And they got, they got Gerardo. Gerardo. Uh, two six eight seven with a great one, Cody freaking McLeod. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. A lot of the abs, former abs players, would be a ton of fun to have a beer with. Cody's come in studio before, and it's like he's the guy who he's so nice in person, right? Just like could not be nicer. And you see him on the ice, and it's like he will kick your ass. Yeah, that is his role. You know who else was very nice? And I actually did have beers with him as well. It was the Saturday night. Could have been a Friday night because it was a playoff game. But it was the night before. Uh, Broncos Colts playoff game in Indianapolis. And we were like at Fado's or their version of Fado's, you know, an Irish pub. And it was me and one of my Broncos coworkers with Steve Berline. He was great. Berline. Yeah. 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 Awesome. When we sat there, closed the place, told stories. And again, the next morning, I'm sure I felt worse than Steve Berline. <laughs> there you go. Uh, both Brian and Andy and Boulder say they want to drink with Scott Hastings. That would be fun. Well, we've both done it. It's overrated. It, no, it's a good time. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Ryan Bowen coming in on the text line. Nuggets assistant coach. Uh, I've played softball against Ryan Bowen before. Any good? Yeah, he could play a little bit. You play sure. in the NBA. I think you know what you're doing. All right. Uh, Yui Krupp comes from 1423. I mean, listen, Yui Krupp has one of the most famous goals in NHL history. Certainly in you win Avalanche a, history. Well, you win a walk-off to win a cup. How often does that happen? You think of the Brett Hall one against the Sabres. There's not a lot of dudes who have it on my resume. I put the puck in the net, and we got handed the Stanley Cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jason Elam. That'd be fun. 
Uh, hated his wife when I was in junior high, but whatever. You hated his wife? I you... dated his oh, wife. Oh, I thought you said I hated his wife. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Wait, you dated Jason Elam's <laughs> wife? Your first they girlfriend were... was Jason Elam's wife. It was like, how do you date in seventh or eighth grade? Whatever. You, you know. hold hands, right? Right. Uh, TJ says Birdman. That'd be, that'd be interesting. Jake Plummer. That would be fantastic, actually. Jake would be great. You know what's funny is we just got triple Mike Ricci. Three in a row. I think you'd want to do, you'd want to have beers with Jake Plummer and former long snapper Mike Leach. They were buddies. They hung out. That'd be a good time. Ricci would be fun. I've told you my Ricci story. I don't know. I don't think so. When my dad took us to go get autographs when we were little kids. No, I've heard the, hey, here's, uh, um, Ray Bork eating at La Peep. Yeah. I've heard that story 97 well, I'll tell times. I'll you the Ricci but... one. So, we were outside the South Suburban Ice Center. You know, it's 15 little kids, whatever. Yeah. And they, they Ricci walks out, and all the kids sprint up to him. You know, because he was a character on those teams, oh, yeah. right? <clears throat> and I sprint up to Ricci. Mike, Mike, can I get an autograph? He goes, look, kids, it's Joe Sackick. <laughs> and so you all go running? And we sprint away, and there's no Joe Sackick. <laughs> and Ricci gets in his car and spins out there. <laughs> That is fantastic. <laughs> Pretty good, honestly. I'm gonna use that line. Look, That's kids, smart. it's Joe Sackick. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Adam Foot. I don't know that he's random enough. Sean Podine. There you go. That's a random one. <laughs> Joseph, this is bizarre, but I like it. Two, <laughs> yeah. Chris Harris or Tony Scheffler. That's from Joseph. Tony Scheffler. <laughs> Wonder what he's doing now. Well, we were talking about Dover earlier in the show. You know he and Jeb Poutier have, like, serious beef? Like they really don't like each other? Yeah, like they've almost, like, come to blows before. Over what? Softball. Like they played softball against each other and they got into a fight? Yeah. Jeb Poutier? <laughs> yeah. That's a good random person to have a beef with, though. <laughs> Jeb Poutier. I'd like to go get beers with Houston Street, kind of bury the hatchet after our little. That would be nice. You should spat. have a list of people you're gonna go bury the hatchet with. Yeah. That's another thing that is that can help with the soul, Peterson. Well, friend of the program uh, and friend of the station, Sam Lecure, former Reds pitcher. Yeah. Have hung out with Sam before, and gosh, Sam has stories for days. Because you remember the Yasel Puig party bus video? Mm -hmm. Sam is featured prominently in that. They were teammates at the time. Oh, and for Oklahoma City, right? Yeah, it was the Dodgers AAA affiliate. Yeah. So getting the inside story of the Yasel Puig party bus footage is You know what? That's actually a a good um, bit of advice in in selecting who you want to have beers with. Go with a baseball player who at least spent some time in minor league baseball Mm -hmm. because they have tremendous stories, just amazing stories. You can just put your feet up, have your ice-cold beer, and let them riff. Uh, Highlands Ranch James has a good one. He says Chris Drury from Little League World Series to Stanley Cup champ. Yeah, that'd be cool. Chris Drury is an underrated AF. You don't hear much about Chris. You always hear Sackick, Forsberg, Tangay, Blake, Bork, Hayduke. Chris Drury had a nice career in Denver. Did they ever have a bad season when he was on the roster? I know, I yeah, he was also so. on the roster when they had a lot of other really talented players. <laughs> right. I get it. But when the, the, the trade that sent him packing uh, is sort of when they went into a little bit of their trough, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike says Mike Keen. That would be fun. Was he the redheaded gentleman? 
I believe so. Yeah. He and Ricci, a lot of people, it was the Mikes, Mike Keen, Mike Ricci. He was the guy that uh, a couple of weeks ago Vic and I were trying to remember his name, and Vic described him as the short white guy. <laughs> well, that helps in hockey. Uh Andre Miller came over the text line. I don't think that'd be. I, I would just want to badger him about not being able to get along with people. He was so insubordinate for Brian Shaw. I liked his promos on Altitude TV. <laughs> I, I wasn't all bad. I just didn't like the fact that he was problematic in the locker room. Be a leader. Uh, Chad Kelly. Okay. You, you wouldn't have a bad time. No. Just don't end up outside a Buffalo bar. I'm not sure where you're going to wake up. <laughs> uh, 9664 says Vance Johnson so he can pay me back the money I loaned him. <laughs> if you, but that's almost one, unless it's just life changing money. It's almost better that you just have the story to tell that Vance Johnson owes you money. Yeah. Like, let's say it was like 600 bucks. That's a lot of money, but it's not life changing. And you could just constantly tell people that Vance Joseph, Vance Johnson or Joseph owes you that money. That's worth it. 4245 says Tebow. To see if you can get him to drink a beer. Yeah. I was going to say, I have a Tim Tebow story that I will never, ever, ever say into these microphones, but Tim Tebow ain't drinking a beer with you. Tell you that much. Never say never. I got a buddy who Timmy freaked out on. Never say never. While he was the quarterback of the Broncos. Really? He walked into a situation at his own house he was not real pleased on. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you that much. Uh Scott Parker, Matt Prater. Prater. Well, you you would just use that as a chance to get out all your frustration with yeah. that guy from Super Bowl forty. What 48. happened the night before Super Bowl forty eight? Yeah. What were you doing? All right, keep them coming. 30933. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Altitude 950. Quick reset right here. Up next, we'll spend the globe with Marty O. 950. Denver's all sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tomorrow night, the Rapids travel to Utah to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoff is at 8 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Every team in the NFL each year before they report to training camp are required to propose their plans for discipline. This is uh, anything that could be considered conduct detrimental to the team. The Dolphins are among the first teams to report. We should expect to see much more of this in the coming days. They don't have any intentions of suspending players for four games. They're simply outlining the maximum possible suspension or punishment for a number of different disciplinary possibilities. Protest during the anthem does fall under that umbrella, but as one Dolphin source tell, told me, they have not decided actual levels of discipline, but absolutely, it's not going to be four games. Slow time of the year in the sports world. So yesterday, the Associated Press runs with a story that Dolphins players could be suspended four games for uh, protesting the national anthem. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. James Marlott, Will Peterson with you until 10. Manchester, as you uh, alluded to, uh, this was much ado about nothing. Yes. I mean, they have to submit to the league. Uh, sort of their outline of everything that they will be doing punishment wise, potentially with their players for this, for the season, uh, and sort of the range of what those punishments could be included amongst the things that were punishable was not standing for the anthem. And then 
included in the uh, range of how how much the suspension could be, up to four games for any of the tra- uh, the different transgressions. It wasn't a direct connection of not standing equals four games. That was not how it was written by the Dolphins, but that's how it was portrayed by the media who was just looking for a juicy headline and tweet. Yeah, it, it, it's to me, it's you know, it's not something where you spend a lot of time on. I'd rather talk about drinking beers with randos. Adam in Westminster says Bubby Brister. That would be a lot of fun. That would be a lot of fun. Bubby would have some stories to tell. It's another one, and, and I found this out with Steve Berline. Backup quarterbacks have great stories to tell. Oh yeah. You know, they they've been there for a lot of these big moments. They've been in the room for a lot of conversations. They've got the juice on uh, on a lot of these things. By the way, I told you my Tebow story off mic. Pretty interesting that uh Timmy had a little meltdown on someone I know. Yeah, and great. It makes me respect Tim Tebow even more. He's it shows right. you that the guy at the podium is the guy in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Which, th- to me, that's the only thing I ask, right? Just don't be a fraud. If you're going to be that guy, great. I-, I-, I, admire- I admire you for wanting to live your life that way. The hypocrite who preaches that, for lack of a better term, uh, and then in the in real life, you know, he's just a dirtbag. That guy bothers me. Mm-hmm. So the fact, and from, from everything I've ever heard, and that guy, tell me there isn't a, a an athlete out there who there aren't a, a big group of people who would love to find some dirt on him. The fact that nobody's ever found dirt on Tim Tebow tells you that for the most part, he's not only talking the talk, he's walking the walk, which is admirable. Whether you agree with his politics, his life decisions, whatever, the fact that he practices what he preaches is impressive. Yeah. No, I when I heard this story about Tebow, it was pretty, pretty fascinating. Uh last one we'll read for now, but we'll get back to him. Kevin wants to know Manchester is Clinton Portis random enough? Probably not, but it would be a fun evening. I mean Clinton would have some great stories. Yeah. By the way, if he'd have stayed here, Clinton Portis would have gone down as the best bron- running back in Broncos history. Yeah, but do you think Shanahan made a good trade? It was a fine trade. It was okay, but Clinton Portis, uh, the five touchdown game against Kansas oh, City, he was so good. He was there, and that system could produce thousand yard backs left and right. But I, I hate the argument that TD wasn't special because all these guys ran for a thousand yards. Yeah, they ran for a thousand. He ran for two thousand, right? So it's silly. Clinton Portis was in the same category as Terrell Davis. He, they they were so perfectly suited mm-hmm. for that system. And I actually think Portis, because he had a little bit more breakaway speed and was a little shiftier, I think he was even better suited for that Shanahan running game than TD was. And TD was a Hall of Famer and a worthy Hall of Famer. CP was amazing. No doubt. Let's span the globe with Marty O. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Anything's possible. Let's span the globe. All right, guys, Jordan Lyles made a rehab start for the Padres against the uh, AAA Albuquerque uh, Isotopes. Go Topes. Here's how his first inning went. David Dahl, <laughs> solo homer. Mike Talkman, solo homer. Ryan McMahon, two-run homer. Safe to say Jordan Lyles is back. Uh, so this is the guy that went into the ninth inning against the Rockies with, with a, a no-hitter. No. Yeah. And now he's down there, and he can't get out of the first against the Isotopes? Well, it's all names we know. You know, it's Dahl, it's Talkman, it's guys who have been at the big league level, yet Nolan and Charlie and Trevor and DJ couldn't hit him that day. Couldn't get a hit. Yeah. 
So next green. time Lyles is on the mound, they're bringing up the farm. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. Next time they face Jordan Lyles in San Diego, just run the topes out there. <laughs> All right, uh, Tiger Woods was spotted wearing some KT tape on his neck yesterday at the British Open. Then I saw the following t- tweets from our pal Darren Ravel. The folks at KT Tape say they sold roughly double the amount of product they sell on an average day thanks to Tiger's random product placement today. I want to know this. Who does this? Who sees tape on Tiger's neck and they're like, hey, you know what? Good enough for Tiger? Good enough for me. I'm going to go buy some tape today. Yeah, and, and you know, maybe we all subconsciously do this and just don't realize it, but I don't know. Like, do you ever see Gatorade and be like, ah, i got to go buy a Gatorade? I, at least not consciously. But the KT tape is just so random. Mm-hmm. That's the tape like that Misty May Trainer and they, they, they're supposed to, you know, if you have an injury, it kind of keeps the muscles in place, right? Is that sure. what it is? Yeah, I, so it's in some weird formation on your shoulder and yeah, neck too. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess, I guess we're all susceptible to that kind of thing. Otherwise, they wouldn't have marketing and advertising and product placement. Well, today he's wearing the same tape, but he took the KT off of it, so it's just regular tape now. I just want to give away free. uh Advertising. Free advertising I Did you see the Bob Mennery on Tiger Woods? The old yeah. Tiger is back. When he's walking, just storms through the nine-year-olds. Hey, kids, get out of my way. <laughs> yeah. I got some odds here for the NFL, courtesy of Odd Sharks. Uh, Broncos odds to win the Super Bowl are at plus 4,000. Same odds as the Titans, Raiders, and Panthers. Think they're on the same trajectory? So we like to break that down in terms people understand. It's 40 to 1. Yeah. So 100 bucks and that's your four So they're right there with the Titans who made the playoffs last year, the Raiders who did not, the Panthers who did not. Uh, yeah. You know what? I think that's about the right group. I, I, I think as they typically do, Vegas has it right. All right, and odds to win the AFC West, Chargers at plus 160, Chiefs at plus 275, Raiders plus 325, Broncos at plus 475. So they're the, the, they're the least last. likely team to wow. win the division. So Vegas yeah. has the Broncos finishing fourth and the Chargers as the uh, clear favorites. I think that is uh, accurate as well. Chargers, Chargers finished the season strong last year. They made very little change during the offseason, so you would look at that and go, well, there's not a ton of reason to think they would be any different. They they got they got things rolling under Anthony Lind in the second half of his first season. They really did. The Raiders have a brand new head coach, and they're coming off a bad season. And I know Gruden. I like Gruden, but we'll see. He's been gone a long time. And then the Chiefs are rolling out a quarterback who's had one career start. But, so I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Those odds are an indictment on Vance Joseph. You, you can't find me any other reason those odds are that astronomical for them to win the AFC West when you have a quarterback that won a playoff game last year, two established wide receivers, and a core of a defense that, yeah, it's been gouged a little bit, but a lot of guys who won a Super Bowl two years ago. I mean, it is an indictment on the coaching staff, which I think is problem number one, and that starts with Vance Joseph. But this team is so full of holes. They're so full of holes. Where? Where, where are the biggest holes other than running back? Who's their running back? Who's their tight end? Who's their tight end? Jake, Jake Butt. Butt. Oh, we're going with the guy who's had zero career NFL games. He can't be any worse than Virgil Green was the last year. He could. He could not play. What, what, what did Virgil Green do? Fine, but what do we know about Jake Butt? That, but that, uh, that he was going to be a first-round pick until he blew his I ACL. I say it's a hole, and everybody's like, oh, no, he's Jake Butt. We don't know squat about Jake Butt. We've never seen him even in a Bronco practice. We don't know anything about that well, guy. Well, except when him and Swag tossed the pigskin around. The, their offensive line is what? I could name you the five starters. Their defensive line? Do we know what the situation is with Adam Gatsas? Do we? No. Their defensive backfield lost to Keeb Tlaib. So now it's going to be Bradley Roby as a starter. Who's their nickel 
nickel corner. Who is it? Tremaine Brock. Oh, that's not a question mark? I mean, it's just question after question after question after question. I just think there's so much on-paper talent on that roster that the fact they're finished to favored last in their division is an indictment on one man and one man only, okay. and his name is Vance Joseph. They're basically 5-1 to one to win the division. Do you think that's good value? Would you bet on them? Uh, if they had made a head coaching change, yes. Okay, so the answer is no. No, I wouldn't. Hi, guys. Jabari Parker recently signed a contract with his hometown Bulls. He went on some Chicago airwaves and was asked about his lack of defense in his game and listen to his response. No, I just stick to my strengths, you know. Like, look at everybody in the league. They don't pay players to play defense. You know, there's only two people historically to play defense. You know, I'm not going to say that I won't, but to, to say that's a, a weakness is like saying that's everybody's weakness because I've scored 30s and 20s on a lot of guys who say they play defense. They don't play, they don't pay players to play defense. Wow. Great attitude, Jabari. Yeah. <laughs> it's an honest bite, though. <laughs> does, does Steph Curry play defense? Nope. No, I, you know what? It, it is honest because that's probably true. How many guys in the NFL truly play defense? Like in the second quarter of a game in January, they're just up on you and D'ing you up. How many? Probably two, just like you said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, mean, I mean, he's probably right. It's Ron Artest back in the day. Funny attitude. Yeah. Alright, so Mello is being paid $28 million this year to not play for the Hawks. Saw an article about other players that are being paid not to play. We've got Dwight Howard getting paid $18 million from the Nets to sit out. Jamal Crawford's getting $12 million from the Hawks to sit out. Monta Ellis is getting $2.2 million per year until 2022. And uh, Matt Barnes is getting 2.1 from the Kings until 2020. Some bad contracts out there. Man. Uh, the, uh, the, who are the GMs who signed these deals? Sheesh. So Monte now, Ellis has not been relevant in this league in how long? Four or five years? Six yeah. years? Yeah. And he's Just. getting 2.2 for the next uh, four years. Uh. Pretty, pretty good life for him. It's amazing Oklahoma City found somebody to take that contract. Atlanta. I mean, it's similar. You know, Tim Connolly did a really good job of finding people to take his contracts that he was no longer. Oh, and you have to get to you pay. have to get to a number. You have to right. get to a floor. So I, I get it. You got to find those teams out there that are in rebuild mode. But man, that's a big, big number. Yeah. Yep. And that's it for me, fellas. Thanks, right. Marty. Hey, uh, real quick, Manchester. We've got some Woj news. The only reason I'm relaying it to you is because it's kind of interesting. Uh, remember, Darrell Arthur goes to the Nets. Yeah. Well, he's now headed to Phoenix for Jared Dudley. Really? So Darrell Arthur is on the move once again. Uh, Arthur is headed for a buyout, according to Woj. Okay, so similar kind of deal. So Darrell Arthur goes from the Nuggets to the Nets to the Suns to free agency. Uh, will he land somewhere? He'll find a spot on a roster. I would assume so. And he'll get his money. He's going to double dip. He's going to double dip, exactly. Right. Good to be Darrell Arthur. Arthur. You wonder if the Nuggets call. Hey, <laughs> I, I don't know the legality of they're that. They're set. Their their roster is pretty well set with yeah. the uh, the signing yesterday. They're, Thomas they're Wells, yeah, yeah. Nuggets 15 man roster has taken shape, and up next, we're gonna talk about the news release that the Nuggets came out with. Michael Porter Jr. a second back surgery. What does it mean? And should Porter play basketball this season? James Marlott, Will Peterson. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. 
Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. It is the purity of sport. Denver's all sports station. It keeps us guessing. It keeps us interested. It keeps us honest. Do you love sports? Think you have what it takes to be a producer or an on-air host? Call the Colorado Media School now for more information. 303-937-7070. You're on your way to the store, then boom, you're T-boned at 45 miles per hour. Instead of shopping, you're on your way to the ER. Then comes the doctor visits, prescriptions, therapy, diagnostics, ongoing treatment, and the limitations. You have range of motion problems. Then the ultimate insult. The insurance company makes you feel like the crash was your fault. You need a legal game plan. You want a legal game plan. At Bell & Pollock, we've used over 25 years of experience to develop a legal game plan just for you. Our game plan has injury rules, rules of treatment, rules of claims, insurance company rules, litigation rules, rules they use to beat you. Now you can have them and know them and use them to protect you and your family. Our Bell & Pollock legal game plan gives you the rules the insurance company doesn't want you to have or know or use. But guess what? We do. At Bell & Pollock, Success is no accident. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Get your free initial consult and your free legal game plan. We'll help you. At Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, the hail sale is going on now. Pay it smart, Mosier. Minor dings need major savings on your favorite Nissans, like a 2018 Nissan Altima S for only $18,740. That's only $9 a day. Get over to Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th and tell them Mark Mosier sent you. I-25 on 104th. Online at LHMNissan104.com. Driven by you. Last date event, JC 114-320, stock number DN-1334, MSRP 24,415, dealer retains all rebates, buyers may not qualify for all rebates, OAC, includes 599 dealer handling fee, plus tax title license, dealer equipment, off rent 73118. Have you heard about the best refinance deal around? Credit Union of Denver has an auto, motorcycle, or RV refinance deal that will blow your socks off. Bring your respective loan over to them and receive at least 2% off your current rate, $200 cash, and then take a two-month payment vacation. They like to call it the power of two. It's so easy to do. Just go online and apply at smartlikeyou.com or give them a call. 303-234-1700. That's smartlikeyou.com or 303-234-1700. Tell them you heard about it on Altitude 950. The 2% discount is on a current auto, motorcycle, or specific type of RV loan from a different financial institution. Floor rates applies. Rate discount and 200 dollar valid on loans over $7,500 with approved credit. Terms and conditions may apply. Offer expires July 31st, 2018. Equal opportunity lender. Dad, are you going to be home in time for my school play? I'm going to try my hardest. And don't forget about my ball game on Saturday. Yep, I'm planning on it. That's what you said last week, but you weren't there. I know, and I'm sorry. My job takes me far from home and is important to our family. I can't always get home when I'd like to. Does this sound familiar? I bet if you're driving trucks for a living, this is your life. Well, it doesn't have to be that way anymore. The Safeway Distribution Center at Colorado Boulevard and I-70 is hiring Class A CDL drivers. The best part about this job is you get to go home when your shift is over. They'll treat you with respect. Plus, the pay, health benefits, and retirement package are all outstanding. You'll start out earning $22.49 per hour and could be earning up to $24.99 per hour in no time. And if you apply today at SafewayDenverDC.com, you could receive a hiring bonus of up to $5,000. For job requirements and to apply, log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. Emic Chevy has some bad news and some good good news. The bad news is we got hit with hail. 
The good good news is that you can't see the hail and you can save thousands on top of our already crazy low prices. Come get a crazy good deal today, only at MX Chevy. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A couple closures reported on the drive because of accidents at this point. Traffic is brought to you by Sprint. It's a rollover accident that has shut down southbound Wadsworth at 108th. And southbound Highway 85 is closed between 120th and 112th. Get the new Unlimited Plus from Sprint. Visit your local Sprint store, sprint.com slash unlimited, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1 to learn more. Switch today. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. On anybody, whenever I want. So, I mean, you know, uh, I mean, if the shot clock's running down, I'll at least get a decent shot up that has a chance to go in. Um, and, you know, I'm a winner. I love playing with unselfish players, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. That was Michael Porter Jr. on with Julie Rauman and Todd Romero recently. Manchester News comes down yesterday from the Denver Nuggets that they uh, have announced Michael Porter Jr. has undergone a second back surgery, and there is no timetable for his return to basketball. Uh, yeah, it's worrisome. And I think anybody who says, uh, a, a player having to have a second, having to have a back surgery is worrisome. Having to have a second one, uh, is certainly cause for concern. And we, I think anybody would be lying if they said it wasn't. Uh, but by all accounts, things went well and hopefully they've got everything corrected that they needed to get corrected. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it, 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 after the draft, we were talking about this weird range of like, he could play in summer league. Or he might miss the whole year. Like that's such a wide gap. It's it's it was odd. I think we're starting to find out this is going to be more and more and more of a. Uh, we'll see if he plays this year. That's kind of that's kind of the vibe I get because there's absolutely no reason to rush him back. None. Zero. So you know I have friends who covered Porter Jr. at Missouri and they they said the kid can't walk. You know. I was texting them all the time. When's he going to play? When's he going to play? When's he going to play? Just because I'm a Mizzou fan. It's where I went to school. And they just said he can't really walk. And then he plays in, what, two games? An SEC tournament game and an NCAA tournament game? And is kind of a shell of himself. They lose yeah. both games. And he falls to the Nuggets at 14, which is awesome because no one expected him to be on the board at 14. But, Manchester, we all saw the limp on draft night. The The – Somewhat concerning limp. I mean, you know, walking down the stairs at draft night was a task. Yeah. And then I, uh, with my own two eyes, observed him the other day at the Nuggets practice facility shooting free throws in socks. And, and he walked right past me and, and walked down a back staircase to the locker room. And it was a, it was a task. It was a struggle. So if we're just being bluntly honest, he needed this surgery. He, he needed it. I mean, we all witnessed what we saw on ESPN. Yeah. It, it wasn't going to magically heal itself. It was, he's got to go under the knife again with a doctor that the team trusts to get this right. I mean, dude, if, if you can be the best basketball player in the world, if you can't walk normally, you're not going to be a contributor to an NBA team. You're no, just not. you're not. But it does, it does speak to the severity of the original problem. When you have to go in and have a second procedure done, there's there's some there's some issues, right? That, that means the first one didn't get it all. The first one didn't fix it all. 
But that's an indictment on his previous doctors. That, um, this is not, hey, well, the Nuggets had no association no, no, with no, the team. No, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying anything about the doctor. It may just be, hey, we could only fix so many things. We did 80% of what needed to be done, and now we needed to go do the rest of it in a second procedure. No, but that but, speaks to how freaking bad it was. But I'm saying if you're a Missouri fan today, you should be perturbed. You should be peeved. You should be mad that this first surgery didn't do it. And you now have Porter's camp saying the second surgery is the breakthrough surgery that's going to get him back on the floor. Well, that's a great question. If he needed another surgery, why in the world did he ever play in the NCAA tournament? Who cleared him to play? I, I don't know. I think there was an element of pressure on the kid because he was a hometown kid who uh picked Mizzou because his his father was an assistant coach there. And from what I know, both on and off the record, there was a tremendous amount of pressure for Michael Porter Jr. to play basketball for the Missouri Tigers at some point. And he wanted to come back and be the hero. And we all saw when you can't, when you're not healthy, you can't be the hero. You lose in the first round of the tournament to Florida State. And it's admirable that he wanted to come back. It is. It says something about his character. I I think that because he could have very easily just shut it down and be like, you know what? I'm not going to go out there and look bad. And risk getting, uh, getting injured again or risk hurting my draft stock. I'm just going to kick my feet up and root on my teammates. He could have easily said that and he didn't. I think, I think that says something about his character. But if you, if he had to have another surgery, either he should have never come back or something happened since the tournament to now and he re, he re-injured himself. So I'll pose this grand hypothetical to you. If he doesn't play in the SEC tournament and the NCAA tournament, is he there at 14 for the Nuggets? Because my answer would be no. No, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I think that's when his stock started to drop. People started to wonder, ooh, what is he? So if you're the Nuggets, Manchester, does Michael Porter Jr. play basketball for you this season, or is it too early to call it? It's way too early to call it. We don't know. None of us are doctors. None of us have any idea. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you this. He doesn't play for, for the Nuggets if I'm making that decision unless he's 100%. Because what's the upside? None. They don't need him. No. I mean, we've gone through the rotation, and we don't even include him. Your starters are Murray, Harris, Barton, Millsap, Jokic. Your bench is Plumlee, Isaiah Thomas, and some combination of Trey Lyles, Wancho, Malik Beasley, et cetera, et cetera. Well, and the potential downside is enormous. I mean, really, if he if he, uh, if he continues to have this problem or you exacerbate the problem, uh, you, you could you – could, Damage the guy's career. Like he, there's no reason to rush him back. Zero. Well, and that's why the Will Barton signing was so huge, right? Cause if you lose Will Barton, there's pressure for Michael Porter Jr. to play minutes this year. Yeah. Cause they're kind of this, uh, similar players. Yeah. There's no pressure. Like name me a hole that you're like, oof, only Michael Porter Jr. can fill that. They don't have it. And it would be nice. It'd be great to see what you have in the kid. Uh, it would be nice to have a, a shooter and a scorer like that coming off the bench. Yeah. That'd be great. But you don't have to, and it's not as though this is a team like, look, we we talked about it in the first hour. This is a team that we think um, should make the playoffs, should compete for the Northwest Division, should compete for home court advantage in the first rounds, meaning they're a one, two, three, or four seed, most likely a three or four seed. Mm-hmm. They can do that without Michael Porter Jr. They can. We're making that assumption, or or we're setting those expectations. Assuming he's not going to play. Right. So if you, if, if he's able to go and you can add him to it, great, but it is the definition of gravy. It's gravy. It is. It is. And it's one of those things where it's worked out for other guys in the league. Look at Ben Simmons, Manchester. Worked out exactly. for him just fine. Follow 
the Sixers lead. Yeah. Just do that. And realistically, the Nuggets window to really, really contend in the NBA is two to three years from now. Right. It's not as though, man, if we had him this year, we've got a shot to win the title. Without him, we don't. Unless that's the equation, then don't even bother rushing him back. Unless that's the equation, it's a, it would be foolish. Michael Porter Jr. undergoes another back surgery. We'll have to wait and see what this all means. But our Nuggets insider, Chris Dempsey, will give us his take next. James Merrillat, Will Peterson, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Recent hailstorms have diminished undamaged new car and truck inventories throughout the front range, but not at Medved. Medved's inventories are untouched by hail. No damage. That means no Carfax report, no paintless dent repair, no problems in the future. But what about the savings? During the Medved No Hail Sale, you can get a new vehicle and save thousands. Get discounts up to $16,000 off MSRP. Financing as low as 0% for 72 months or no payments for 90 days. Only at the giant Medved Autoplex during the No Hail Sale. Medved Chevrolet Buick GMC, just minutes south of Lincoln, on the I-25 corridor, depart the 181 ramp Castle Rock. Online at MedvedChevroletBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. Stock number G62632, MSRP 69,200. Stock number G6531, MSRP 56,720. Plus tax title and fees includes 599 DH. Most finance through GM Financial with approved credit. Subject to prior sale expires 73118. I know it sounds funny, but if you like to go big, then you need to think mini, like Shop Mini. Make the 2019 Mini Countryman Hybrid your new car. With more room to fit more friends, more style, and more British refinements, you will be completely fulfilled in the go big category. Because it's a hybrid, the country Countryman will get you big miles for less, and you'll also get all the tax credits on top of the already great Shomp Best price. So, if you want to go big, and trust me, you do, see what the Countryman Hybrid is all about at ShompMini.com. There I was, pushing up off of the floor, and I kept hearing a crack, crack, crack in my elbow. Shooting baskets, crack, crack, crack in my elbow. My elbow was in pain, and I needed help, and I turned to my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. It's your boy, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, here to tell you about my fantastic experience with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. You can have your outpatient appointments, surgery, lab, x-rays, and even MRIs right there. And I didn't have time to walk around and find three different MRI places, wait six months to get this pain out of my elbow. No, I needed help right away. And Center for Spine and Orthopedics helped me right away. They have internationally renowned spine surgeons, foot, ankle, and wound care, as well as veterans in pain management with nearly 30 years of experience helping patients manage their daily pain. Go with the best and go with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Elitz Gardens gives you all access to 54 rides, slides, and attractions, like free dive-in movies, free concerts with artists from country, pop, and rock. Elitz Gardens theme and water park, two great parks, one low price. Come make memories today. Save up to $25 at participating McDonald's locations. Elitz Gardens, we love you. 
Hungry to start a new career? Performance Food Service is hosting a hiring event interviewing Class A CDL drivers Thursday from 11 to 6 at their Henderson location on East 88th Avenue. Successful new hires receive a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $12.50 a week plus quarterly safety bonuses. Benefits include medical, dental, and matching 401K. Performance Food Service is hiring CDL drivers Thursday at their Henderson location from 11 to 6. Apply ahead at pfgc.com slash careers. That's pfgc.com. Performance Food Service is an equal opportunity employer. You've been injured in an accident. You think your insurance company is on your side. They're not. You need a legal game plan. Listen to the Bell and Pollock Legal Show Sunday morning at 730. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Southbound Highway 85 is closed between 120th and 112th because of an accident. You can go west of Highway 85 and take Brighton Road to 104th, then back to 85. Traffic is brought to you by Orkin. Also, southbound Wadsworth closed at 108th due to an accident. There you want to go west on 108th, take Johnson Road to 104th, then get back to Wadsworth. Every home is unique. That's why Orkin relies on the latest science to get rid of pests. Visit Orkin.com today. Orkin Pest Control down to a science. I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Well, here we go, folks. We're tied up at 124. I told Bert I doubt we'd see this game north of 110. I was wrong on that. And here we go. Nikola Jokic is going to inbound it. Key number one, inbound the basketball. Denver's looking for a game winner. Jokic looks in. Jokic looks in. Cross-court pass over to Gary Harris for the game winner. Yeah! <laughs> G-Money knocked it down at the horn. Ah, never gets old, cause Calling Gary Harris' buzzer beater against Oklahoma City. One of the highlights of the Nuggets season last year. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. James Marilat, Will Peterson with you this morning. Until 10, we're talking Nuggets, we're talking Michael Porter Jr., and we'll bring in our next guest, Altitude TV's Chris Dempsey. Hey, uh, Demps, this news dropped yesterday from the Nuggets that Michael Porter Jr. has a second back surgery, no timeline for his return to basketball activities. What do you make of, uh, you know, this, this news that the Nuggets first round draft pick had to go under the knife again? Yeah, so I, I think what we all have to understand is, um, so when the Nuggets were doing their due diligence on Michael Porter Jr. just in, uh, you know, right prior to the draft, and then after they had drafted him, and then they sat down with him and, and their doctors and everything else, so they understood what the uh, challenges were with his back and uh, the course of action that they were going to need to take. And so what I would say to yesterday's news is I, I, it's, it was news to all of us uh, that he was even going to have another uh, back surgery, but it's not news to them because uh, it's part of their overall process of getting him back to where he needs to be. So I, I just think with the Michael Porter Jr. situation, we just kind of have to all – uh, have a – we often just kind of sit back and wait and see what happens just in terms of, okay, uh, you know, what are they doing now with him and then what are they doing now with him? And so for us, as we start to get these little bits and pieces of information going forward in the weeks and months ahead, uh, we can start to get a clearer picture of what the Nuggets and Michael Porter Jr. Um, know what was wrong with him and what they thought they needed to do to be able to get him back 
uh, into a space where he can play basketball again. So I just think uh, what what we what, you know with the news coming out yesterday um, is just one step in what I think guys is going to be a very long process getting him back to you know getting his health back uh, to where it needs to be and then uh, getting him you know in proper basketball shape and everything that needs to get to happen in order for him to, uh, to 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 operate on an NBA basketball court. That plan, uh, Chris, requires trust and patience. Two things that aren't exactly, you know, my my strong suit. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I I think I think part of what would help me though is if I just knew sort of when to be expecting something because on draft night or the day after the draft, and we talked about it on this show. What was weird was there was this range being put out there of he could play in summer league, which seemed preposterous. <laughs> Or he might not play the whole season. Like that is so vast, it's like not even having an answer. So you just said it would be a long process. But what yeah. what do you think is a realistic thing? Like, if, as a Nuggets fan, should I look at this and say, "All right, it's it's at least after the All Star break." Maybe that's my hope. Or should I just say this season it's gone? It's a Ben Simmons kind of deal. You're looking at 2019, 2020. Yeah, I think you should not expect to see him this season. And then if you do see him super late in the season, then it's just icing on the cake or gravy or whatever you want to call it. Because, um, you know, I, I just think that there's so many layers to this. And the first one is just to, you know, just to get the, the, the injury in to a space where it's 100%. And they're, they're not going to do anything with him, certainly on the court, until he's uh, 100%. Not, nothing significant on the court. I mean, you'll see him maybe a standstill jumper now and then, um, but that really won't mean anything. Um, we won't know that he's really truly made any progress until they put him on the court and he's moving and changing direction and doing those kinds of things. And I just think we're a long way off from that. You know, it just I, I think with this, you know, I, I agree with you. I mean, you know, uh, the notion that he could have played in summer league was that was just that was never going to be the case. You know he had he had uh, you know issues that he had to get uh, worked out and um, you know obviously it's going to take a lot lot, lot longer than that so yeah I, I would you know when I'm when I'm saying long I'm not expecting to see him this season um, you know and if by some miracle his back and all everything going into that um, heals up faster than anybody expected he still has to get stronger he still has to start playing in five on five contact. Uh, before you can even think of putting him on a on an NBA court, I mean, it, for all intents and purposes, you know, outside of the two games plus two minutes that he played in college, I mean, you're talking about a kid that the last played significant minutes in high school. So this is a, I just think this is a long process. It looks to me like being a lot more like Ben Simmons than anything else. We're talking to our Nuggets insider. He's Altitude TV's Chris Dempsey. All right, Dems. So Porter Jr., you you think won't play this year? Let's talk about guys. Who will? To me, the starters are Murray, Harris, Barton, Jokic, Millsap. The guaranteed guys to get minutes off the bench are Plumley and Isaiah Thomas. After that, give me eight and nine. Is it? Is it Wancho? Is it Trey Lyles? Is it Malik Beasley? Who is legitimately going to be in the rotation for the Denver Nuggets this year? Uh, well, I think Trey Lyles. There's no doubt that you're going to see Trey Lyles a lot of Trey Lyles this year. Um, you know, he is a guy that. You know, we all watched him play really well in, in, in the significant time that he got. Uh, then, obviously, he kind of fell back out of the rotation toward the end of the season. But when you go back and you kind of marry some of what you saw on the court back with the film and some of the uh, the numbers and advanced stats and all that kind of stuff with him, 
he was really good. And, you know, when I went back and just watched his film, uh, I, I, I came away more impressed then, even then while I was during the season when he was putting up some of these uh, really nice games uh, for the Nuggets. He is going to be the biggest beneficiary of some of the uh, clearing out of the forward category. And um, I know they wanted to get him on the court a little bit more last year. They weren't able to do that towards the end of the season. Uh, but I think here, when you're talking about guys on that second unit, uh, they're going to need more scoring, and it's going to have to be more than Isaiah Thomas. And I think Trey Lyles uh, is going to be a, a big, big factor uh, off the bench this season. And then I think um, we'll see a lot more Wancho as well. Wancho, is, uh, from what I understand, has gotten really uh, big in the weight room. Like he's <laughs> He's added a lot of muscle, which I think they want him to trim down a little bit. Uh, because I think he's going to be playing a little bit more in a small forward-ish category this year. We'll see. Um, he swing. He, he, he could kind of swing between both forward spots uh, in, in the past. So I think we'll see a little bit of him as well. Uh, Malik Beasley. Um, you know, we'll, we'll we'll see on that uh, on that front. You know, kind of kind of depends on how well uh, he's shooting the ball in training camp and then how he comes out of that preseason looking. Uh, but I just think. You know, for a team, then Michael Malone always talked about uh, shortening the bench anyway. I, you know, I, I think those three, uh, in terms of Isaiah Thomas, uh, Mason Plumlee, and Trey Lyles, will be the principal players off the bench, and then he'll just kind of sprinkle in guys, um, uh, you know, after that. So speaking of Isaiah Thomas, there was a little bit of a, I don't know what the, what the word to be, uproar is not the right term, but, uh, there was, it was noticeable that the Nuggets were doing some promotion and, and sent out a tweet and, Front and center in it was Isaiah Thomas. All the other guys were behind him. He was the front guy right in the middle. Fans sort of read into that, probably um, connecting dots they shouldn't have. But it did lead me to the to the question of what's the realistic expectation there? That's that's another one where I think there there is some mystery surrounding him. Um, as you look at that move, there are a lot of reasons to be very excited about it and think, man, this is a guy that was an MVP candidate a couple years ago. What's what's realistic there? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, um, I, I think, and Isaiah Thomas is mine. And, you know, and I had a chance to talk to him um, on Monday. And, you know, I, he's very eager to prove that he's healthy, that he can go out there and play, you know, um, let's call it 25 minutes-ish on average per night um, and, and not miss games, at least, you know, at least not miss significant time during the season. Uh, and if that is the case, then I think it's pretty realistic to you know, to think that he'd be one of the better in the NBA. I mean, just for the reasons that you talked about. I mean, he can. Uh, this is a, a, a young man who can score the basketball with the best of them. And really, his only issue has been in the last calendar year has been uh, staying on the court uh, just because of various injuries, uh, which kind of leads me to the the next thing, which is the, the Nuggets training staff is going to have its work cut out for us. Uh, this year between him and Michael Porter Jr. and Jared Vanderbilt, and some guys that are already coming in with injury issues. But Isaiah Thomas, um, you know, I, I think it's, it, I want to see what he can do in training camp and in some of these preseason games because, uh, the last we saw with him with the Lakers, he was having another procedure. And so, you know, nobody has seen him on the court since then. So it's, he is a question mark. We're not exactly sure what he's going to be able to give. Um, the Nuggets certainly obviously obviously are hopeful that he will be fine and he's going to be ready to go. And he seems to be very confident that he'll be uh, ready to go. But I, I think we're not going to really know anything until uh, not only do we see him on a basketball court, but then we see how that affects him afterwards, right? So the, the, the days afterwards, 
Is he sore? Uh, is he going to be held out of a game after that? You know, wh- how are they, you know, handling him after he plays uh, in a game where he goes, say, 25 to 30 minutes? And so, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. There's, uh, you know, he, he's confident, but but we really don't know. Chris, we got about 30 seconds, and we'll let you roll. Manchester and I both agree the ceiling for this Nuggets team is the three seed and a three or a four seed in a home court playoff. Uh, this series is is realistic. Are we crazy? or Are we onto something? Uh, I think it's yeah. I think it's that's not it's not a bad range at all. I mean, I, I the ceiling of three. Uh, I, I think would be about as high as they can probably get them, and given some of the the teams in the Western Conference, but. Um, you know, and all of this is to say that the, the Nuggets should be one of the better teams uh, in the West. I mean, when you're talking about, hey, this West is really tough, the Nuggets figure into that because they're one of those teams that are making it very tough. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't think that's crazy. Awesome. Chris Dempsey, Altitude TV, NBA, uh, Nuggets.com. Thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll talk to you. Take care. There he goes, Chris Dempsey. Uh, I like the, the way he ended that interview, Manchester. The West is tough. Because the Nuggets are in the West. They're no longer fighting to be, oh, we, we got to join the club. Right. The Nuggets are in the club. They're one of the teams when everybody talks about how loaded the West is. And there are two teams at the top. It's Golden State and Houston. Let's mm-hmm. not let's not be silly. Yep. And, and then the Lakers with LeBron are probably the second category that's a little weird of like, they're really not that good, but they have him, so we'll see. Yeah. But the Nuggets are in that group of why is the West so good? They're in the group of, of teams that make Nuggets. it that way. Yeah. So, uh, that's really where you, uh, where you want to be. I think it's just a challenge you need to embrace. I thought that, I thought Chris was great. And to some extent, these situations just need to have some clarity provided, right? Like if we just knew it, it, part of the reason the, the Michael Porter Jr. news struck us as worrisome is because we were led to believe by, I don't know who, but by some people that he might play in summer league. So if he might play in summer league and then he ends up having another surgery, like, uh oh, that's mm-hmm. problematic. If all along we thought he ain't playing this year, it's all about getting better, it's all about recovering, having a second surgery in July, not a problem. No, draft no and worry. stash, not a big deal. It's all part of the process. We'll see you a year from now. Yeah. yeah. So if it's draft and stash, fine. I, you can point to Philly with two examples of how it worked, and I think people would look at that and go, I'm cool with that. It's the 14th pick. It's not the 14th pick in the NFL, right? right. The 14th pick in the NFL needs to contribute right away. The 14th pick in the NBA? Yeah, we'll see in a year. Not a big deal. It's, it's not a, it's not news that harms the team at all. It's a plan and everybody can then just take a breath, chill out and execute the plan. Chris Dempsey says Michael Porter Jr. won't play basketball for the Nuggets this year in his opinion. Talk more about that next morning. Sugar fix, Marty O, James Marlott, Will Peterson, Vic Lombardi show. Julie Brahman. And I'll be really disappointed. If both teams, the Avs and the Nuggets, really disappointed if they don't make the playoffs. Scott Hastings. Well, see, I'll be super disappointed if the Avs and Nuggets don't take that next step. You're talking next step is the playoff. No, no question. What do you think? Yeah, I think the Avs, for them to get too deep in the playoffs is who's the goalie? Hastings and Brownman, weekdays, 10 to 1. Windows open. I think both for the Avs and Nuggets. How long it stays open, we will see. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. 
Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. As a Coloradan, we've got a lot of love for our football, hockey, baseball, basketball, lacrosse, and soccer teams. We're loyal fans cheering local teams and buying from local businesses. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at Colorado Family-Owned American Financing. If you're going to borrow money for a new home loan, borrow locally. The American Financing team of salary-based mortgage consultants will help you get a pre-approval letter, which will help make your home offer more attractive. They can access any loan in the industry while offering the lowest rates, best service, and fastest closings. Plus, you get one-on-one attention while being guided through options, resulting in a custom loan specific to your financial goals. And I'd call that a big win, and you will too. So when you're ready to experience the journey toward home ownership, choose American Financing. They have your best interests in mind, and there are never any upfront fees. Call 303-695-7000, or go online at AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. He's scored! Yeah, he's He's bombed in the neutral zone! For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. There's a dog pile on the captain! A dog pile! He threw it from inside of his own blue line! Visit ColoradoAvalanche.com for more information and go Abs! What is it about paint? You pick a color in the store, you think it looks nice, but then you cover your whole house in it and, ugh, bad choice. Hey, it's Emac from the Hastings and Brahman Show, and KNH Home Solutions want you to cover your house in something beautiful. Everlast Composite Siding is the most advanced home siding in the industry. You never have to worry about it. It doesn't require caulking or painting. It's water resistant, so it can't swell, bow, rot, or even be attacked by bugs. And get this. Everlast gives you a lifetime warranty against color fading, chipping, cracking, and even hail. Cover your whole house in Everlast, and you'll think, ah, good choice. If you replace your entire house with Everlast, K&H Home Solutions will give you 30% off your entire project. Yeah, 30% off. Do not miss this incredible deal on Everlast Composite Siding. Just go to khwindows.com, khwindows.com. For windows, siding, doors, and more, K&H Home Solutions has what you're looking for. It's in. What a goal. Can you do better than that? And you love sports? Go! Do you think you've got the talent or the skills to pursue a career in sports radio? It's a lot easier than you think if you start the right way. With the help of professionals who already work in the field, that's what the Colorado Media School offers to you. Call 303-937-7070 and get the info you need to start your career as a producer, sound engineer, radio anchor, and even host your own radio show. With financial aid available for those who qualify, you'll be able to start right away with hands-on training classes during the day or at night. And we'll even help you find that job you always wanted. Whether you want to work in radio, television, or social media, we've got the right program to prepare you for a position behind the scenes or in front of the camera. Colorado Media Schools. Call 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. 
The Altitude 950 traffic update. Looking good on the drive at this point with good speeds up and down I-25, a nice recovery on C-470 along the foothills and through Highlands Ranch. Traffic is brought to you by Orkin. 225 even looks good, as does 6th Avenue and I-70. Every home is unique. That's why Orkin relies on the latest science to get rid of pests. Visit Orkin.com today. Orkin, pest control down to a science. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. No, uh, no, I tried that. I mean, I've been turned down for so many, you know, jobs, I, I, you know, resumes I'd send out to Division three schools that you never heard of and, and would get no replies from, you know, small college programs just trying to get my foot in the door, try to build a resume. Um, it's just not going to happen at this point in my life. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. James Merrill, Will Peterson with you until 10. The bite you just heard was former Broncos center Tom Nalen, ring of famer, on with us yesterday, Manchester. Uh, fascinating that Tom Nalen couldn't get a job coaching football. It's odd. Yeah, I don't, did he forget to put stamps on the letters? Like, what was going on? I, I, it's just, it's strange to me that, uh, somebody wouldn't want to, um, Bring him in and see if they can tap into his expertise. And, uh, we talked about yesterday, the, the path he had to take to, to go from being a seventh round pick to a ring of famer, a guy who's, uh, worthy of Hall of Fame consideration. I would think a guy who took that path would have all sorts of lessons and knowledge that he could pass along to, uh, another generation of players. Odd to me. Nuggets Johnny chimes in. We just finished up some Nuggets talk. He says, happy Friday guys. I'm not worried about Porter not playing this year. As there were, were reports he wouldn't play. That being said, I'm really excited about this team and the number three seed should not be out of reach. These guys are now hungry and they will be exciting to watch. Have a great weekend. You too, Johnny. And that's a good take right there. We're all excited about Porter, Manchester, but frankly, I'm more excited about the guys who are actually going to play this year. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's, he would just be a nice bonus if he, if he got on the court and was healthy and we got to see something from him. Great. Um, it, it, you know, I still continue to look at this team and I've got my eyes on 2020, right? That's when Jamal Murray, Gary Harris, Nicole Jokic should be, uh, really hitting their prime. That's your title window. Yeah. yeah. That's when it starts. Mm-hmm. And Michael Porter Jr. should be ready to go and be a, uh, a fourth or fifth guy or scoring option potentially when they hit that point. Yeah. So th- this news doesn't prevent that or doesn't derail that plan at all. So don't force it. It's funny. I uh, We were talking about Twitter earlier. You have 26,000 tweets. I have 45,000 tweets. Vic has 63,000 tweets. I promised a guy who I got in a Twitter fight with about a year ago that I would fly him to the Denver Nuggets parade in 2020. And he said, I'm screenshotting this tweet, and I'll hit you up for my plane ticket. Okay. I hope you have to pay that off. <laughs> if it's like any other uh, bet that you make, uh, this guy is going to be sitting at the airport waiting for his flight. <laughs> Yeah, how did that bet go that we made that Cleveland would win the East? Did I ever get paid for that one? I never got paid for the one we just made. Which was? Cleveland would go from the Eastern Conference. You and Vic didn't pay me squat. <laughs> well, we're going to go get beers with Tom Nalen this weekend, so they're Perfect. on me. That'd How's that sound? All right, That'd let's bring in Marty O. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Woo-hoo-hoo! Sugar slam! Shake that. 
So James, the next bet I'm making with Vic, if he loses, he's going to have to put one of those uh, native stickers on the back of his car. Oh, that's a great one. That's really, really good. Now, Marty, you uh, you were with us at uh, Benihana. Uh, that was when uh, Will was supposed to pay off a bet. Oh, yeah. Do you remember where Will was when uh, the bill came? Yeah, he said he went to the, quote, bathroom, but yeah. I saw him peeking around the corner until the check was gone. Yeah, and we don't, uh, look, we don't have to give credit to the whoever uh, did pay for that, but do you do you remember who did not pay for that meal? Uh, it was Will. Yeah, okay. Uh, did Marty or Jesse pay? They weren't involved in the bet. Did the little degenerates pay? <laughs> they won. <laughs> Me and Jesse both offered. You did, and you weren't even involved in the bet. You just came because, you know, quite frankly, we wanted some other more interesting people to talk to. <laughs> you twist this story in your head all the time. No, I don't. Yes, I would. I came back and said, you guys want to split it three ways and pull my card out, and you're like, Ugh. no, it's handled. <laughs> We're grumpy. <laughs> Wouldn't have been so bad if Will didn't order like 10 drinks and rack the bill up. Yeah, you I mean, kept getting uh, those little, 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 little Buddhas. Buddhas. Mm-hmm. For the record, I didn't consume any alcohol. None of us did. I know. Because we were trying to be responsible around the degenerates. Well, we were because it was being filmed around the TV, TV camera there. <laughs> and then they never put it on TV. Yeah. We could have just got bombed. We could have been doing sake bombers. Sake bombs. Which since then, I've done sake bombers and my kids were with us. Now, every time we go out for dinner, it doesn't matter where we are, yeah. they want me to do sake bombers. Ooh. They're a bad influence. <laughs> well, <laughs> how old are they? 12, 12, 9, and 6. You're going to have to have some tough conversations in the next few well, years. Not surprisingly, you've met all three. The 9-year-old, he's the biggest proponent of it. Yeah. He loves it. All right, go ahead, Marty. Sorry. All right, guys. Rookie of the year, Ben Simmons, turning 22 today. Guess how many three-pointers he made in his, uh, quote, rookie season? Mm. Two. Five. Zero. Not a one? Not one. He attempted 13 and missed all of them. It's funny how he's so effective in an NBA where everything's predicated on a three-pointer. Yeah, I mean, it is such that's it's such a direction that the game is going, and he made zero. I mean, there are guys who aren't even shooters. You get a lot of stiff centers who at least hit one because they get the ball at the end of a half or something. None? Zero. Even Shaq got one. Yeah, exactly. There you go. God, that's remarkable. All right, I know we'll get to this a lot uh, in the 9 o'clock hour, but 1969... The moon landing happened 49 years ago today. 49 years. It's been almost five decades since uh, we took one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. What a great moment. Uh, yeah, I'm going to provide all sorts of information on that at, uh, what time we got that? 9.15. I'm sure you guys will be fascinated. Oh, we're doing a more you know today. Yeah. 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 Now, I, I want some engagement here. Uh, and if the engagement isn't positive, I'm, I'm pulling the plug. <laughs> You're never doing it again? I'm just going to put down my headphones and walk out in the middle of the segment. Rest in peace to the more you know? Yes. Okay. Yes. So I, I think this is, is, is among the most fascinating topics ever. you got to remember, though, that it's usually Vic who's meaner to you during those segments than me. And, and, I, and I this is not hyperbole at all. It is the greatest achievement by human beings in the history of the world. Getting to the moon? Yes. Uh, pyramids to have, it's at some point we wouldn't have built pyramids. I mean, it's rocks, it's stones stacked up. Yeah, those things are impressive though. I know it's impressive. It didn't, it's not as impressive as getting off of this planet, flying to another celestial body, getting out, walking around, not dying, getting back in your spacecraft, coming all the way back and figuring out how to not just skip off the, what do they call it? <laughs> <laughs> the atmosphere. Yeah. And that, that's a big word. Coming back and living. Like the number of ways you, in which you could have died in, 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 during that mission, it's, it, it's innumerable. Yeah, but your boy Matt Damon went to Mars. 
<laughs> Marty, go ahead. Speaking of impressive feats, this day in 1997, Greg Maddox throws a complete game using only 76 pitches. Gosh. Take that, moon landing. <laughs> uh, of those 76, only 13 were balls, and uh, he only got to a three-ball count one time the entire game. Wow. That's uh, the definition of, of efficient. Uh, also, this day in 2004, not so impressive. This is the day Manny Ramirez decided to play cutoff man playing left field on a ball from center field. That's probably the worst play in all of Major League Baseball history. Never should an outfielder be a cutoff man. Also, why wasn't he chasing the ball? He's an outfielder. Wait a minute. Maybe I'm just blanking. What, what's this play? You would know the highlight if you saw it. If Manny saw it, yeah. randomly cut a ball as an outfielder. He played cutoff man as an outfielder. He, well, somebody threw it to him. Well, he could have let it go over his head. I oh. mean, you know. It, it wasn't you. actually to him. He had to, like, dive for the ball, and he ended up letting up an inside-the-park <laughs> home run. It was terrible. <laughs> Looks like you and I tried to execute a run down last night <laughs> oh in Kennedy, God, Marty. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait. Did Marty play? Yeah, he played great. I played great. The rest of the team sucked. Did you win or lose? No, we lost, and Marty and I were the only two who brought it. You tweeted a photo of, like, winning time at Kennedy. Yeah, because I was walking up to the game with high expectations. Oh, that was before? Yeah. Oh, that was a jinx. Yeah. And Marty, then, uh, how did you play? Did you swing a pretty good stick? Uh, I swung an okay stick. We had a rundown that was, uh, if it was filmed, it would be on the do not execute a rundown like this. Yeah. Tommy Mansky was not uh, proud of that moment. No, no. I'm just bummed because I blow off a date to go play softball, and I'm one of two guys with my freaking head in the game. You should have seen Mark Springer, most conservative third base coach I've ever seen in my life. Mark Springer, really? third base. I got mad at him, coach and then he good. got all sensitive on me. You, what, the guys were actually paying attention to the third base coach? No, he was holding guys up. Right. If freaking Cargo was in right, they would have scored. That's my point. Why were they paying attention to I don't Springer? Because Springer doesn't understand how to coach third, and he'll never be allowed to do it again. How many innings did he do it? Several. Why did somebody not make this decision earlier? Because I was slugging Coors Light at the side <laughs> of the dugout. <laughs> okay, there we go. All right. Also, on this day in 2000, um, sticking with Manny Ramirez, who was on the Indians at this time, he forgets that he's a designated hitter, runs out and plays left field in the first inning. They realize the mistake, and the Indians lose their designated hitter for that game. Wait a second. He was supposed to be the designated hitter. He thought he was playing left field for that game. Yeah. Goes and plays left field in the first inning. The other team is like, hey, that's not right. On the scorecard, it says he's the DH. So then they forfeit. Well, the who, was, who was the other? Well, did he get out there and there was like standing next to another dude? And <laughs> no, they're I, both guess the out other, there? I guess there was some confusion. Aren't you allowed, though, to switch positions? I, like if, you, if Nolan decided to play shortstop and Trevor moved over and played third, that'd be fine. It's no different than like a double switch, right? I guess you can change you to, positions. I think you have to let the umpire know that prior to oh, it happening. Oh, that was the problem. Yes. Okay. Oh, the official scorecard. I got you. That's stupid. Yeah. Well, just I mean, it was not a great. Day Who were they playing? They were playing the Tigers. Who was 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 Leland chain smoking in the dugout <laughs> and coming up with that? Like, what a petty thing to protest. What a jerk. All right, and that's it for me, fellas. Uh, Marty, what did you uh, leave on the uh, cutting room floor? All right, uh, stay in 2006, the Washington Nationals implement a presidential race during the fifth inning. Thomas Jefferson, George Washington, Lincoln, and Teddy Roosevelt run from uh, left Roosevelt. field. Roosevelt. <laughs> Roosevelt. Are you drinking a Coors? Yeah. <laughs> Roosevelt. Roosevelt, pardon me. Uh, they run from left field to right field. Fun fact, Teddy Roosevelt had a 500 race losing streak. It took him six years to win his first race. <laughs> really? They, by that guy, they needed to find somebody new from the marketing department to yeah. put the suit on. Appreciate it, Marty. Those are the four presidents on Mount Rushmore, correct? Uh, I don't know. I've never been. Mellow's on your oh, Mount Rushmore. God. You guys, you've never been. Teddy Roosevelt. I've never, 
Abraham Lincoln, um, Washington, Washington and Jefferson. And, and, yeah, Jefferson. There's a lot of things I've never been to that I can tell you what's there. You've, have you ever seen a picture? Yeah. Well, you asked about the Mount Rushmore. So. I'd rather put Elway on my Mount Rushmore. Man. Uh, speak of, real quick. We'll do a reset here, but, uh, the, the races in baseball. Yeah. The, the, the president's one is iconic. The sausage race is iconic. And then here we have the freaking tooth trot. Cause it's sponsored. <laughs> And I'm all for sponsorships, but like, really, we're gonna watch the toothbrush, the toothpaste, and the tooth, right? Yeah. I had a buddy who interned for the Rockies who was the toothbrush for like a long time. <laughs> it's like the most humiliating thing I've ever really heard in my life. That's gotta be something when you're standing out there just waiting for it to start. You're like, what am I doing what with am, my life? What am I doing with what my life? What decisions have led me to the warning track in a suit, uh, a toothbrush costume, and I'm going to run? Yeah. This is. Seriously. This is a low light. All right, up next, we're going to shift our focus to Boulder. Talk a little CU football. James Marlott, Will Peterson, you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Quick reset, Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up tomorrow night, the Rapids travel to Utah to take on Real Salt Lake. Kickoff is at 8 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. All right, Manchester. So before you know it, it's going to be Friday, August 31st. Will you be there? C-U-C-S-U, the Rocky Mountain Showdown is basically a month away. Uh, I will not be there. That is a game I do not attend. Uh, I've had too many bad experiences, and uh, at 44 years old, I don't need that kind of headache. I went last year, and I was just, uh I don't know. I'm not going to use the word appalled because then I'm an offended guy on the radio. But some of the scenes I saw in the parking lot were mind-boggling. It's a it's a joke. And, and and I'm not appalled guy either. And I'm not easily offended guy. And I'm not prude guy. And I'm not anti-partying, anti-drinking guy. It's just out of control. It is over the top. It's like a Buffalo Bills game except there's two different contingents of Buffalo Bills fans and then they're getting all over each other and it's both sides. CU fans are idiots at that game. CSU fans are idiots at that game. I just don't like it. I don't like the atmosphere at all. I don't need the headache. I know how I'm going to react. I know I'm going to get into it with people. So I'm going to stay home. You know what was funny too was like, uh, and I won't try to chuck anyone under the bus with this line, but the CU basketball team was raging in the parking lot. And then Tad Boyle rolled up, and they all ran away. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was just like... No kidding. Yeah. It was just like, this is so just college in a nutshell, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to run because the cops got here. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't the cops. Right. It was Tad, Tad Boyle. Tad, yeah. They're more worried about Tad, I'm sure. Yeah, so anyways, CU football Manchester opens against Colorado State. Then they go to Nebraska. They got a layup against UNH. I don't know who that is. And then they get into the Pac-12 schedule. Kicks off with UCLA at Folsom Field. That atmosphere should be great. Second half of the schedule, more road heavy. What are your expectations? Well, here's the thing. I, I think there's a realistic chance that CU starts 5-0. and 
So if if you go through it, they should beat CSU. Okay. Uh, at Sports Authority Field, um, they go to Nebraska, and I know Nebraska's got a lot of excitement with Scott Frost coming in, and I think he's going to be a very very good head coach there. I, I do. I think that was a great hire. Mike Riley was a disastrous hire. Bill Callahan was a disastrous hire. Scott Frost is a great hire. He's going to turn that program around. Is he going to turn it around on September 8th of his first season? I don't know. And Nebraska was terrible last year. That's a winnable game. That's a big game. Uh, it's an afternoon in September, early September in Lincoln. It's going to be 95 degrees and 100% humidity, but that's a winnable game. Then you're back here against New Hampshire. That should be a boat race. You have a bye week and then a Friday night, seven o'clock kickoff against UCLA. I hope that's the blackout game. That's a big game. It's a blackout game. That's winnable, though. New head coach at UCLA. And then Arizona State at home on October 6th. There's not None of those games are unwinnable. Is that Herm Edwards? Is he yes. down at Arizona State now? Which just yeah. looks like it's going to be a disaster. It doesn't look like it's going All right. well. That's going to be a train wreck. So at that point, you could be 5-0. and And you're in the top 25. And you're and Steven, excited. And Steven Montez is is creating some waves. And, I mean, what's a realistic ranking? You're you're somewhere in if the... If you're 5-0? and You're 18-20, to 20, somewhere yeah. in that range? Yeah, yeah, you're in the teens. Then you've got back-to-back road games that are going to be tough. You're at USC followed by at Washington. I think, realistically, you lose both of those. Well, you got to split if you want to stay in the top 25. Correct. But if yeah. you don't start 5-0, and you have to split that. But yeah. let's just be realistic. They're going to lose both those games. They're going to be underdogs. So they're 5-2. and USC is more winnable than Washington, but they're 5-2. and two. Oregon State at home, you have to win. It's homecoming. 6-2. and two. At Arizona. 7-2. and two. you got to win that win. game. Uh, yeah, you, you got to go to Tucson and win. It's an 8-30 game on a Friday night. So it's another Friday night game, a late kickoff. Arizona's a basketball school, man. Go beat them. Ooh, that's that's a that's a good roadie. Yeah, you want to go Friday night? Leave I, leave after the show. I'd go. I like Tucson. It's my birthday weekend. Yeah, I know how much you love birthday weekends. You like hold that line against me so hard. Seriously, because then you can enjoy Saturday and Sunday at the pool. Although Tucson kind of sucks. But right, we'll go to Tucson. So that's seven and two, and then you play the Cougs here. Washington State here. That's it was always a tricky game. They're a team that's a you know always got a potent offense. Um, I think that's a game that is is going to be tricky, but it's winnable. Is that whack job still coaching them? Yeah, Leach. It's a it's a Mike Leach coach team. You never know, but let's say you win that. You're eight and two. Utah here. Utah here nine and two. At Cal. Cal's not anything to write home about. So you see this schedule as a ten and two football team. I think they're, I think after going through it and putting us, putting it together of like 10 and 2 is doable. Anything short of 8 and 4 is a failure. Right? Cause well, they could, is Mike McIntyre on the hot seat? They could lose at Nebraska and nobody, nobody would beat them up about that. Does right? Rick, does Rick George make a change if Mike McIntyre doesn't win X amount of games? Uh, if he, if he, well, he has to, looking at that schedule, you have to make a bowl game. You have to, mm-hmm. right? Cause if, find me the, the excusable losses on the, on the schedule. Nebraska, USC and Washington on the road. Those are excusable. I think if you lost to either Washington State or Utah at home, that would be excusable. One of the two. UCLA lost Josh Rosen. Right. Yeah. So uh, there's there's four to five excusable losses. Anything short of seven and five is a disaster, and he's gone potentially before the season is over. Well, what so, if he loses to CSU and loses to Nebraska, and then they struggle against New Hampshire? Well, then it's 
it's done. You're over. It's, it's, it's. Over. I'm just trying to, we talk a lot about the hot seat for Vance Joseph. I'm just trying to get your take on the hot seat for Mike McIntyre. Uh, so here's what, here's what I'm saying. It's seven and five, depending on how you get to, cause it's all how you get there too, right? Part of the reason Vance Joseph is on the hot seat isn't cause they're five and 11. If they went five and 11, but eight of their losses were by less than a touchdown or by a field goal, we'd be sitting there going, man, they were this close to being 11 and five. Right. It's part of the reason why I said on these airwaves months ago, and you guys all laughed at me, Cleveland's going to win more games than the Broncos. They were 0-16, but they were competitive in most of their games. The Broncos weren't. Part of the reason They were getting boat race. Part of the reason John Embry, his 1-11 was he had to get fired, those 11 games, they weren't in them. Mm-hmm. They're, they're getting blown out. They're down 29 nothing after a quarter. And so if you go 7-5, and but you lose three of those five games in overtime, okay. That's different than if you go seven and five and all five losses are an average of 20 points. If you go to Washington and lose 52 to seven, I mean, that's, that's just a different equation. But seven and five is a absolute bare minimum. But your expectations, if you're a Buffs fan, these are your expectations. Eight and four, pretty darn good bowl game with a, with a ceiling of 10 and two. And you're playing in a really, really, really good bowl game. I'll tee you up for this. Uh, what are expectations for Coach Bobo and the Rams? <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> you got the Vic Lombardi show. More you know next, Altitude 950. Home of the Rapids, the Nuggets, the Avalanche, and Denver's best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Jokic has come to play tonight. The skills you can develop as a soldier in the Army National Guard can give you an edge in the high-tech job market of tomorrow. The Guard offers career training to take advantage of your skills in science, technology, engineering, and math that can help give you a leg up to a high-paying and rewarding STEM profession. Get a head start on your career while earning money to pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. Recent hailstorms have diminished undamaged new car and truck inventories throughout the front range, but not at Medved. Medved's inventories are untouched by hail. No damage. That means no Carfax report, no paintless dent repair, no problems in the future. But what about the savings? During the Medved No Hail Sale, get a Ford, Chevy, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Kia, or Cadillac and save thousands. Get discounts up to $17,000 off MSRP. Financing as low as 0% for 72 months or no payments for 90 days on select vehicles. Only at Medved during the No Hail Sale on the I-25 corridor to park the 181 Ramp Castle Rock and on I-70 in Wheat Ridge. Exit Kipling, exit Ward, but exit the giant Medved Autoplex. Online at medved.com. Select vehicles only. Stock number CB4318, MSRP65030. Stock number F5956, MSRP47315. Plus tax title and fees includes 599DH. Most finance through GM Financial with approved credits. Subject to prior sale expires 73118. 10.50 an hour. 10.50 an hour. 10.50 an hour. Honey. No, I, I don't want to go to work. Wake up. What? 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 What's going on? You're having another nightmare about your old job. Oh, wow. I thought I was still working at that other warehouse. Only making 10.50 an hour. 
Are you ready to put an end to your job nightmares? Safeway Distribution Center, located on I-70 between Colorado Boulevard and Monaco, is hiring full-time order selectors with a starting pay of $17.15 per hour. Plus, you'll receive a great benefits package after your probationary period. Stop those nightmares and start making all your dreams come true by joining the Safeway team. Just log on to SafewayDenverDC.com. That's SafewayDenverDC.com. Safeway is a drug-free workplace. Must be at least 18 years old to apply. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 115 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders, and knees, all of which I've used after a 10-year career. And they have everything you need right where they are. MRIs, surgery, lab, x-rays, everything right on their premises. And that was huge for me as a parent with little time. So check out the Center for Spine and Orthopedics and their 200 Google reviews and testimonials from patients who love getting their care at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. And trust me, you will too. So give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. <laughs> Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950, James Merrill, Will Peterson with you. For another 45 minutes on this glorious Friday morning in the 303, the 720, the 970 if you text us from Fort Collins and you're mad at Manchester. Yes, exactly. Yeah. You didn't like my CSU preview? No. That made people mad? A handful. It's that's, the usuals, though. That's surprising. It's the usuals. All right, you heard our bump back there. Do they Manchester, have, oh, do, up there, do they have like a, you know, road to the New Mexico Bowl? Oh, like, is that the, stop, is that what they got mapped stop out? Stop it. Um, the, uh, the clip you heard bumping back was the greatest achievement in the history of mankind, according to you. Yes. And I defy you to come up with a, uh, an achievement that was better. 30933. Your, your example of the pyramids, mm-hmm. the pyramids of Giza, not bad. Not bad. I mean, the fact that when they built those and how they built that, and have you ever seen the, the documentaries on like how they got them level by they built like a bunch of ditches and filled them with water and then even the dirt out to that because it would all be level? I'm like, that's pretty ingenious. That's brilliant. But it's still not as big of an achievement as this. All right. Well, let's do it. It's our favorite Friday segment. Manchester knows how to use Wikipedia and beyond. It's time for The More You Know. All right, Will, so today we're doing Apollo 11. Apollo 11 was the first manned spacecraft to land on the surface of the moon, fulfilling a promise made by President John F. Kennedy in 1961. The mission started on July 16, 1969, when Apollo 11 was launched atop a Saturn V rocket, the most powerful rocket ever made, from the Kennedy Space Center in Merritt Island, Florida, also known as Cape Canaveral. Uh, the spacecraft consists of three parts. Okay. There's the command module, which is the cabin for the three astronauts. There's the service module, which if you remember Apollo 13, that's what exploded. The service module, which provides power, water, and electrical. And the lunar module, which is actually two parts. It's for landing on and departing from the moon. All right, so there was a three-man crew. 
consisted of, do you know the three men who were members of this crew? Well, it was my guy Buzz. Your guy Buzz, yes. My guy Neil. Yes. And I don't know the third. So Neil, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and... Neil Armstrong was the commander, Edwin Buzz Aldrin was the lunar module pilot, and Michael Collins was the command module pilot. Oh, dude, if you're Michael Collins, you're mad. That's yeah. not a household name. The other two are household names, and Michael Collins, you could have spotted me the Michael, and I wouldn't have gotten the Collins. He had to uh, endure a full day, essentially, uh, in the, uh, in the, uh, command module all by himself going around the moon while the other two were down landing. So not only do you not get the glory of being one of the two guys who walks on the moon, you have to spend 24 hours in isolation circling the moon. I would freak out. I, Wait, I can't so imagine. He didn't it. even get to go down? No. He stayed up in the command module. Oh, I would have just left. <laughs> he could have actually. He could have just gone home. Uh, originally, this is interesting. Originally, Jim Lovell, which was Tom Hanks's uh, character in Apollo 13, was going to be the command mo- module pilot. He was going to be Michael Collins, but Collins had to have back surgery, so he couldn't do Apollo 8. So Jim Lovell did Apollo 8. Michael Collins got put on a- Apollo. Well, 11. where did Apollo 8 go? Uh, it was the first one to ever circle the moon. It was the first uh spacecraft to Why ever Why the leave. hell are you going to circle the thing and not land? You got to go figure out if you can even do it. So yeah, Apollo you can do it. It's a bo- it's a it's a planet. Just a- land on it. Apollo 8 was actually pretty significant because it was the first spacecraft craft to ever leave Earth's orbit. Okay, are you liking how engaged I am? Yes, this, this is, is what you asked very for. good. All right, so Apollo 10 astronauts nicknamed their spacecrafts Charlie Brown and Snoopy. <laughs> uh NASA's PR department didn't think that was going to work for the uh, mission that was going to the to the moon. Uh, so they insisted that the Apollo 11 crew use call signs uh, that were a little more dignified. So any guess as to what they called their command module, which is where Michael Collins stayed, and their lunar module, which is what Buzz and Neil took to the moon? Mm, no. Uh, command module was Columbia, very American thing. Uh, Columbia and the, is very American? Yeah, everything's named Columbia. Like That's where Escobar's from. Not Columbia, Columbia. It's with a U. Oh. Uh, it's how, it's actually, this is the spelling that the Denver Post always uses. Okay. Uh, and then it was Eagle for the lunar module, cause you'll remember there's the, the famous- Eagle's American! The Eagle has landed. That's the famous yeah, why line. Why don't you just go with beer? That's the famous line when Hot they touch dog. down, the Eagle has landed. Alright, during the lunar descent, false 1201 and 1202 alarms nearly caused, caused Aldrin to abort the landing. There were false alarms, two engineers, two guys, Mm-hmm. There were 400,000 people involved in this entire thing from start to finish. Two guys in Mission Control in Houston decided it was safe to continue because they figured out that there was just a switch that was in the wrong position. Two guys mm. had to make that call on the fly. They had 400,000 people on this? 400,000 people were involved in this project. How does NASA pay that many people? We pay a lot in taxes. Yeah, seriously. Uh, just before landing, uh, Armstrong took control of the lunar module when he saw that they were in an area strewn with boulders. He eventually found a good landing spot, setting down in the sea of tranquility. How much fuel, how many seconds of fuel do you think he had left when he finally touched down, when the Eagle finally landed? Uh, a gallon. 25 seconds worth of fuel. Wow. That's cutting her thin. That's cutting it close. It was a dangerous mission. I think we all knew that. All right, so Armstrong and Aldrin landed at 417 on this date, 417 Eastern. Uh, they took six hours to actually get out of the, uh, lunar module, or, yeah, the lunar module. They stepped on the surface of the moon at 1056. Uh, Armstrong became the first human being to step on the foot of the moon. W- uh, which foot went on the moon first? The left. Yes! Very good. Very good. Aldrin joined him. 50-50 chance. Aldrin joined him 20 minutes later, and the duo spent two hours and 15 minutes collecting lunar rocks. Uh, how many pounds of lunar rocks did they bring back? 
30. 47.5 pounds. Why did we need to bring rocks back? That's the moon's property. We stole it from the moon. Did you know they actually had to fill out customs forms when they came back? They should. They had to report the rocks. They had to fill out customs forms. Uh, within those rocks, why did we do this? Why did we bring them back? We discovered three new minerals. Three new minerals. Which were they? Well, like, are they on the chart now? What's that thing called? They're like uh, the periodic table? Yeah. No. There were three things I, I can't pronounce, so I, d- I didn't put them in here. All right. All right. The landing was uh, broadcasted live around the world. How many people tuned in? Uh, at that time, there was, what, five billion people on Earth? I don't know. Two, Bill. Six hundred million people uh. supposedly watched it live. Armstrong's iconic words upon stepping foot on the surface were, one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. Based on just how the transmission went through, you can't hear the A, so it comes across one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, which actually I think makes more sense. It's an iconic line, but was it really that big of a leap? We landed on a rock that's pretty far away from us. In the history of the world, no one had ever done it before. Ever. Ever. By the way, people on the text line say I called the moon a planet. I know it's not a planet, but it's the same thing. Footage of the landing is grainy because the cameras used on the moon weren't compatible with commercial TV. So this is how they had to do it. The networks had to set up their camera in front of the the screen, in front of the monitor that they were watching at all these different stations, like in Australia. So there was a station in Australia where the footage would come down, it would show up on a monitor, and then they filmed the monitor. It was like a fax of a fax. It's why it's so hard to see. The original footage has been lost, so all we have is the copy of a copy, which is why it's so grainy and crappy. Mm. This How do you cool. lose that footage? It's pretty important I stuff. Know. I don't know. Somebody like, can, you, can you imagine if the, the Broncos said, yeah, you know, we lost all that footage of Von Miller strip-sacking Cam Newton. It just disappeared. Somebody made a mistake. Yeah. All right, Armstrong brought a piece of wood from the propeller of the Wright Brothers' 1903 airplane with him, uh, as well as a sw- swath of cloth from the wing, Aldrin brought wine and bread. I like Aldrin's style. He was, uh, he was gonna, he took communion while he was on the surface before they went out on the moon. But if they, you get bombed on the moon, is it like drinking at altitude? Well, it's one six gravity, so yeah, yeah how would it, it affect you? your head? This I thought was funny though. He had to do it in private. NASA wouldn't let him like say what he was doing during like the broadcast and all that stuff because they were embroiled in a lawsuit. So nothing has changed. Embroiled in a lawsuit with an atheist who objected to the Apollo 8 crew. Reading from the book of Genesis on Christmas Eve, 1968. So even back then, 49 years ago, everyone was offended by everything. Yeah. So, so nothing you guys have has something changed. Better to do with your time. When getting back into the lunar module, Aldrin broke his circuit breaker. His pack hit a circuit breaker. You know what the circuit breaker was connected to? Mission control. The ascent engine. Oh. They, it, he broke it. They wouldn't be able to fire the engine. They were just going to be stuck on the moon. So then you're literally Matt Damon in that movie. Yeah. Martian or whatever. He was stuck there. So he had to shim it with a felt tip pen. A felt tip pen. So you got 400,000 people and however many millions of dollars spent to build all this stuff, they break billions. it and they use a felt tip pen to kind of rig so it. So literally so they can to save off. their lives was a pen. That yes. was the tool they had left. <laughs> yes. Roughly 21 and a half hours after landing, Armstrong and Aldrin departed from the surface of the moon, rejoining Collins in lunar orbit. President Nixon had a speech ready to deliver on national television if anything went wrong. So had the felt tip pen not worked, it was entitled In the Event of a Moon Disaster. And then there was also a NASA procedure for a burial at sea to just leave the guys up there if they had to. Uh, the three astronauts splashed down on July 24th. Wait, if you just leave the dudes up there, what are they going to do, starve to death? 
Yeah, they eventually die. They run out of supplies. I think they had like cyanide capsules they could take if they wanted to. Uh, That's sad. They were picked up by the USS Hornet. This was interesting. I didn't know this. After being picked up, they used all these chemicals to like clean them off. They had to be quarantined for 21 days. So you come back, you've been on the freaking moon and you got to hang out with these three guys in a, in a RV basically for three weeks because they didn't know, nobody knew if they were bringing back like alien life forms, like pathogens and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they did it for Apollo 11, 12 and 14, discovered they didn't bring anything back. It's all good. So then on August 13th, the party could start. They had ticker tape parades in one day. All three of them did New York, Chicago and LA did parades. Then it kicked off a 45-day worldwide tour that took them to 25 countries. Well, you know I'm a big parade guy, so that's cool. So 25 countries, they went and celebrated it, um, and that was start to finish Apollo 11. That was my favorite more you know ever. Good job. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciated your engagement. Eh. You saw me texting a little. I did see you look down a little. Yeah. What was your favorite part? Uh, the part with the pen. They How fascinating is that? With a pen. See, but there's always a moment. Oh, and also right? the 24-hour dude who just has to circle. That sucks. That's the crappiest gig on earth. What's his name? Collins. Michael Collins. If I'm Collins, I'm pissed. Well, see, now you should remember Michael Collins. Give him a little respect. Nah, I'm an Aldrin and Armstrong guy. Would Would you have been ticked too though if you were Aldrin and like you made it to the to the final two? You're in the lunar module. You got a 50-50 chance of who's stepping out first. And it's the other guy. Didn't you say Neil was the director, though? Or he the, was the commander. The yeah. commander? Yeah. Yeah, that's how things work. Like, if me, you, and Vic went to the moon, <laughs> I'd be first. <laughs> if we went to the moon, you'd be Michael Collins. Yeah. No, if we went to the moon, Vic would totally walk out there. You'd go next, and you'd be like, HW, you're circling. Talk to Marty. So there you go. There's all you ever wanted to know or needed to know about Apollo 11, the greatest achievement in humankind. 49 years ago today... Man first walked on the moon. Cool. Up next, Todd DeGrossier. He's the president and CEO of Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing, Inc. It's an awesome cause. They've got an awesome event coming up. We'll tell you all about it. Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Injured and confused? Confused about your injuries? Confused about the insurance company? Confused about which attorney to hire? So let's talk about attorneys. Let's get real clear on attorneys. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. You get to choose your attorney. So how do you choose? Experience? Yes. Handles only injury cases? Yes. Someone the insurance company knows? Yes. And respects? Of course. Attorneys who have been very successful representing their clients? Yes. Attorneys who don't deal in a hodgepodge of everything? Only injury cases? Mandatory. Attorneys who know all the tricks of the insurance company? Absolutely. Welcome to the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We do injury cases. We're known as the champions of the people. For a reason, we champion people. People's causes and legal cases. Our website is championsofthepeople.com for a reason. The reason is you. Come to championsofthepeople.com and see what that choice can do for you. Life has choices. Make your choice count. Championsofthepeople.com. There really isn't any other choice. Hey, Abs fans, it's Mark Mosier, voice of your Colorado Avalanche. For the price of a cup of coffee per day, you can get season tickets for your Colorado Avalanche with an icebreaker membership. Visit coloradoavalanche.com for more information and go Abs! 
Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosher for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303 Six nine five seven thousand or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Where do you go for a flippin' awesome good time? Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino in Santa Fe. Buffalo Thunder has the best live headline entertainment all summer long. Get tickets now for Little River Band and the legendary group War. And all this month at Buffalo Thunder, you can win one of four Toyota Camrys or your share of over $500,000. That's over half a million dollars. Grab your friends and come have a good time at Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe. This news might shock you. Rogers Electric is now hiring. They're looking for service electricians and lighting technicians with competitive pay and a signing bonus. Join a 35-year-old company with 1,300 employees nationwide with a proven history of success. They're the largest self-performing electrical and lighting contractor in the U.S. Check their job openings at Rogers Services.com. That's RogersServices.com. The power to get the job done. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. James Merlat, Will Peterson in for Vic today. We're here until 10. Up next, we're going to go to the hotline and bring in Todd DeGrossier. He's the president and CEO of Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing. They've got an awesome event coming up, the 8th annual Battle at Boxwood to support the disabled veterans served by Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing programs nationwide. Todd, thank you so much for a few minutes this morning. How are you? Doing great. Thanks for having us on the show today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. We've got a handful of, of folks coming on. Just go ahead and just tell us about your company, what you do, what you support, and uh, let listeners know kind of how they can help out. So we're a nationwide nonprofit organization. Uh, we've been around since 2005. Uh, we provide fly fishing programs for disabled veterans uh, across the country. Right now we have 227 programs uh, uh, spread across the country serving uh, 80, over 8,400 uh, disabled veterans, uh, all supported by a really great group of 3,500 volunteers uh, that uh, are helping our disabled veterans with their physical and emotional recovery. So tomorrow is the 8th uh, Annual Battle of Boxwood. Uh, I assume it, teams can still sign up, people can still get involved in it, it's not too late? So we have our, our teams uh, filled, but we uh, we have a crowdfunding campaign going on. If people want to support the event and support our programs, uh, we have a, a link on our website at projecthealingwaters.org. Just click on the image uh, Battle at Boxwood, 
and you can make a donation. We're a crowdfunding campaign. We're trying to raise an additional $3,500 with that. All right, and then uh, just to so we can all understand a little bit more of the of what the competition is tomorrow. So it's a it's a one day deal. Uh, it's down at the Boxwood Gulch Ranch, which is in Shawnee, Colorado. Ten four man teams. Is is it like a it's a fly fishing competition? What is it? Who catches the most? Catches the most weight? How do I win this thing when I get involved? Well, it's um, it's a total number of fish caught, uh, and then we go by the total length of all those by different species. Uh, and the, the person who meets all the criteria, uh, the most is, is kind of the champion. But it's more of a fishing tournament where, uh, where we, you know, uh, increase the camaraderie and, uh, and the friendship among our participants. We bring in, uh, folks, uh, from around, uh, the Colorado area and a couple of participants, uh, from across the country come in as well to, uh, to participate in it. Uh, the organizer of the event and the director is a retired NHL hockey player, uh, Steve Payne. He brings in some uh, uh, sports celebrities in there to, to fish with our participants. And it's just a really fun day, a great event uh, where uh, where people just, uh, you know, just to get to get out in nature and enjoy the beauty of this country. Todd DeGrossier, the president and CEO of Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing, Inc., is our guest. All right, Todd, I want to get into your background here a little bit. Uh, you're a, a veteran and an infantry officer with 31 years of service to our nation. First of all, uh, appreciate that. Can never uh, say thank you enough. How did you get involved in Project Healing Waters and uh, kind of decide this would be your next cause uh, after all your service to our nation? So I uh, I was introduced to the program uh, in Virginia. Uh, I was I was wounded in Iraq and uh, going through some uh, physical therapy for traumatic brain injury that I was uh, trying to get um, recovered from. And uh, my doctor actually recommended the program uh, as a form of physical therapy uh, for me. So I actually started off in the organization as a participant. And uh, later, as I was going through my medical board, I stayed with the program and eventually got medically retired from the Marine Corps. Uh, on my retirement, the previous CEO resigned and I applied for the job and they hired me. So I've been here uh, since I retired in 2016 as the CEO. Uh, but I'm also, like I said, a disabled veteran, a former participant, uh, and a volunteer uh, with the organization as well. When you were a, a participant in it before you joined the organization, because, uh, it, it, I mean, you guys served 8,470 people last year. What was the, what was the experience like when you were, you know, on, on that side of it, when you were – a disabled vet that was participating in the program. What did it mean to you, and 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 how did it help you in your in your recovery and your rehabilitation? Well, the model that we use the uh, the program we provide a program, so it's a full full program with uh, four program activities. We teach our participants how to tie flies, how to build a fly rod. We teach them uh, how to fly fish, uh, fly fishing education, and then we go on uh, fly fishing outings. And so all those things brought together. Uh, at a regular meeting where you have the volunteers that are really committed to helping uh, us with our recovery, uh, bringing that all together on, at a regular meeting, you're meeting with the, with, this, with the same group of people all the time uh, with additional participants being added. And you find that there's a really strong bond of friendship, of camaraderie. Uh, the volunteers really do care about us, and they provide that link uh, to, 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 you know, to restore some friendships and um, the, the regular uh, frequency of the meetings uh, gives you something to look forward to. And for me, the, uh, the, the physical activity of fishing 
help with uh, with some of the issues I had with vertigo and, and with uh, with my brain injury. So um, being a participant, uh, what I found was uh, it really wasn't about fishing at all. It was about the the bonds, uh, the the the, uh, the genuine concern of the of the of the volunteers and the bonds formed, the friendships formed among everybody in the group. And now, as a, as a CEO, as I travel around the country, you know the five words that I hear the most, and I hear this everywhere, is that uh, this program saved my life, and uh, that's a pretty strong, uh, uh, you know comment coming back uh, to the organization that's really a credit to the great work that our volunteers are doing out there to help our nation's uh, uh, injured uh, and wounded uh, veterans kind of recover from what they're going through. Todd, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, it's it's an amazing program, and, and it's, it's fascinating to hear your, your perspective on it having gone through it. I guess – the one thing that I look at, and, and it, it jumped out at me as we were, um, you know, reading through the materials and stuff, is sort of like, well, why fly fishing? Is it the is it the peace and tranquility of it? it is is it the the rhythm of it? Is it the getting out in nature part of it? Like, why is fly fishing the one the 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 activity that seems to work so well for this process? Well, um, what I saw was, uh, it, it, like I said earlier, it's not really about it's completely about the fishing, but fly fishing has a very sort of mindful component to it. Uh, you have to really focus and concentrate on what you're doing, which kind of releases you from some of the other stuff that's kind of crowding and occupying your mind. I guess maybe the same way that, that uh, you know, some other mindful activities would work. Um, there's physical uh, evidence that the, 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 the technical uh, t- uh, activity of time flies uh, and the, the, the necessity for concentration and focus, um, will, will actually help you, uh, with some of the, uh, uh, symptoms of the traumatic brain injury or post-traumatic stress, um, or, you know, different types of other injuries that we might be recovering from, um, that could be physical or emotional. Uh, so it just happens to work. I think it's not a new idea. Uh, I think people uh, throughout history have kind of got together the fish and, and it's very relaxing and you're out in nature. Um, and I mean, there's no place where you fly fish that's not absolutely stunningly beautiful. Um, and it's a lot of fun too. So, I mean, there's, there's a, you know, there's a strong rehabilitative quality uh, in the emotion of joy and it tends to overpower the other five, which are you know usually negative emotions. So, uh, we focus on the one that's that's positive, and people start to feel better. Um, and when you start to feel better, you know, life seems to look more positive to you as well. Todd DeGrossier, the president and CEO of Project Healing Waters, is our guest. All right, the big battle at Boxwood is tomorrow. We've learned about the one-day competition. But, Todd, before we let you go, one more time, tell folks how they can help from afar if they're listening to this uh, on their way to work or at their office or wherever here in Denver, Colorado today. Right, so if you want to join our cause, we've got a, a crowdfunding campaign that we've launched to support uh, the Battle at Boxwood. Uh, we're hoping to raise an additional $3,500 to support our programs. Uh, and if you go to our website at www.projecthealingwaters.org, click on the image, Battle at Boxwood, and it'll tell you how you can support us. Excellent. Well, Todd, thank you so much for your time this morning and awesome cause. Great to get to know you a little bit. Take care, and I'm sure we'll do it again sometime down the road. Have a great day. Okay. Thank you, guys. There he goes. Todd DeGrossier, the president and CEO of Project Healing Waters.
fly fishing. Uh, Manchester, this, this event tomorrow sounds like a heck of a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, it's really cool. I just went to projecthealingwaters.org. Bottom left hand corner, there's a yellow, uh, rectangle says donate. Uh, really easy to find, really easy to do, but, um, you can go through here and see some photos of it, watch some stories of them on NBC Nightly News. Uh, it's a very cool thing. There's images up here of, you know, veterans on there, disabled veterans on there, um, participating in the program. And I just thought it was fascinating to hear his side of it, having been one of the guys that was using this to help re- rehab from his injury. I mean, mm-hmm. he had a traumatic brain injury, uh, while serving in Iraq. Um, and this was part of his recovery. Um, it's fascinating to me, but it, it makes sense, right? Like, uh, you know, you, you, you have to be up, you're up there in nature. Mm-hmm. You're getting away from the hustle and bustle. You got to concentrate on what you're doing and sometimes just taking your mind off of your problems and focusing on something else, um, can help kind of re-engage things and help with the healing process. So it's an, it's an awesome, um, program. Check it out, projecthealingwaters.org and uh, support them if you can. Yeah, I'm reading Todd's bio right now. During his deployment, he fought in Operation Al-Fajar in Fallujah, Iraq, where he was wounded several times in close quarters combat with the enemy. Uh, puts into perspective, uh, frankly, everything. Uh, this guy, this gentleman we just had on, Todd, thank you so much for your service. I mean, we sit here and yell until we're blue in the face. Uh, about John Elway, and this guy was in Iraq getting wounded in battles in, quote, quote, close quarters. Well, and he's one of thousands. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, and I said the number when I asked him the question, but think of this. This organization last year, just this organization, yeah, which can't reach everybody because it, it, that's just not possible, served 8,470 injured and disabled military service personnel. 8,500. That's it's awesome. one organization. That's awesome. And, I mean, you hear the other numbers of the 4,000 fly tying classes, 1,100 rod building classes, 1,500 fishing outings. 1,500 fishing outings. There's only 365 days in the year. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's it's pretty staggering. It's a really cool organization. We appreciate everybody, you know, letting us take the 12 minutes here to, to educate them on them and, and let them know about it because it is a really cool thing. We're certainly behind it here at KSC Radio. And uh, if you can... Uh, if you have the time and the inclination, check it out and uh, donate it if you f- donate to it if you feel so uh, so inclined. www.projecthealingwaters.org. Click the battle at Boxwood image. Even if you got a few bucks and you enjoyed that interview, we'd appreciate it. James Merrill at Will Peterson, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Join Vic Lombardi Monday at the National Jewish Health Night and Day Celebrity Golf Classic. It's your chance to play with or against a World Cup champion, an Emmy Award winning journalist, or players from local sports teams. And it all benefits the Mortgage Academy at National Jewish Health. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. And Brandon is hiring right now. They need class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401k. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Coasters, water slides, family fun. All under the glorious Colorado sun. All the thrills with the spills. Like the high-flying Starflyer, Mind Eraser, and Mega Wedgie Speed Slides. Save up to $20 online. It's enough to make any family smile. We love getting a theme park and a water park in one ticket. Now open late. Elitch Gardens. 
We love you. Remember to click or call 811 before you begin any outdoor project that requires digging. Thanks, 811, for helping me plant my new garden. I couldn't have installed the new fence without you. Thanks, 811. The service is free and easy. Within three business days, locators will mark your property for underground utilities so you can dig safely. Visit Colorado811.org for more information. Sponsored by Colorado 811, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. It's in. What a go. Do you think you've got the talent or the skills to pursue a career in sports radio? It's a lot easier than you think if you start the right way. With the help of professionals who already work in the field, that's what the Colorado Media School offers to you. Call 303-937-7070 and get the info you need to start your career as a producer, sound engineer, and even host your own radio show. Colorado Media School. Call 303-937-7070. I know it sounds funny, but if you like to go big, then you need to think mini, like Shop Mini. Make the 2019 Mini Countryman Hybrid your new car. With more room to fit more friends, more style, and more British refinements, you will be completely fulfilled in the go big category. Because it's a hybrid, the Countryman will get you big miles for less, and you'll also get all the tax credits on top of the already great Shop Best Price. So, if you want to go big, and trust me, you do, see what the Countryman Hybrid is all about at shopmini.com. Is your car in need of some work? The last thing you can afford is to have your car break down on you. But you can't afford to get ripped off or be taken advantage of by some shady mechanic. That's why you should take it to Ken's Auto Service. Ken's Auto Service is family owned and operated on the northwest corner of Chambers in Mississippi. They're a AAA approved business that takes their code of ethics to heart. And their work has a three-year, 36,000-mile parts and labor nationwide warranty. Find them online today at kensautoserviceinc.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Welcome back, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Want to thank Todd DeGrossier, the president and CEO of Project Healing Waters Fly Fishing, Inc. Great interview. Uh, if you missed it, we'll get it podcasted. Nate and Ryan have another interview uh, with the the founder of the event, actually, coming up this afternoon, Steve Payne. By the way, Manchester, Ryan's all excited for that because Steve played for the Minnesota North Stars for 10 years. Yes, uh, that, that's right in his wheelhouse. See, I'm fine with Ryan being a North Stars fan because they no longer exist. Yeah. I know they became the Dallas Stars, but it's, a diff- it's different. His nonstop, incessant Minnesota wild talk kind of makes me want to push him out the window. So it's Friday, been a fun week, uh, a little bit of a slow sports week, but a little bit. We've well, we found plenty of sports to talk about. Yeah, but how many games were played this week? Well, there was some WNBA. Again, that we paid attention to. How many games were played this week? I think so one. Far. Yeah, one, one. Oh, there was that. No, the Cubs and the Cardinals played last night. Okay. There were two. Rockies uh, start a series down in Arizona. We talked some CU football today, Manchester, which a lot of folks on the text line were happy about. Said we don't talk enough CU football. We'll, we'll get there. Sorry, we're trying. Uh, you you know what? You want to talk CU football? Be in the contention for the playoff. Well, if, if you're in contention for the playoff, we'll talk about you. That's yeah, for sure. But I I think that's that's lofty. Uh, so just to reiterate my point after we talked about him and we went through it. I think anything short of a bowl game is a fireable offense for Mike McIntyre. I think eight and four is a reasonable expectation for this team. 
I don't think it's outside the realm of the possible realm of possibilities that they go 10 and 2 and play in the Pac-12 title game. I don't. I don't think it's outside the realm of possibilities. 8 and 4 though is the realistic possibility and that is my prediction. I'm going with 8 and 4. Uh yeah, I I think that's realistic. I just think Mike McIntyre is on a hotter seat than that gets discussed in this town. And I had it and I tweeted it and you and Vic and I talked about it on these airwaves that there was some flirtation there with a different job from Mike McIntyre over the offseason and it came close and uh my guys maintain that that was true and I just worry that if Max kind of got his eyes on something else and this season blows up in their face I don't know if that relationship is a long term one did he ever get a meeting <laughs> do you want to go down that road <laughs> Do you want me to say into this microphone what I told you uh, off the record? Uh, yeah, it'd be great. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just, not going to do I'm teasing it. you. I'm teasing you. I just you. got, okay, just so people know, I got some more LeBron James scoop yesterday that was fascinating to me, and we'll leave it at that. It was closer than people think? A high-level source told me that, yes. Um, yeah, no, I think I think the seat is hot. I mean, look, the the rise was great, but if it turns, if they have another bad year and don't make the a, a bowl game, then the rise was an aberration. The rise wasn't real. Right. And and they put a lot into that program. They built great facilities. Rick George has done a tremendous job of taking what Mike Bone did initially and building upon it. He has. Uh, I I think, I think their trajectory up there is, is good, but you have to have that trajectory keep going up. Otherwise it's just, it was an aberration and they're investing in the wrong place. So, yes, Mike McIntyre is on a hot seat. I like Mike McIntyre a lot. I think he's a very good coach. Um, I think he needs to have a good season. Uh, we did our Power 5 question of the day. Random Denver athlete you would like to get a beer with. 5319 just randomly texted us, but I like this. Little late, but I'd love to get a drink with my boy Lennis Claza. <laughs> that is a good random Denver athlete for sure. Uh, Let's see here. What else do we have on the, the weatherman chimed in about the more you know. Manchester, as a scientist, today's the more you know gets the highest marks. Fact check for Marty, only Russian consonants or something carried cyanide pills. Cosmonauts. Cosmonauts. Okay. I didn't know that for sure. It wasn't written in my script. I was going, I ad-libbed that part. Shouldn't have. So who, well, wait, 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 it does fascinate me then. What were they going to do? Just sit up there and wait to die? Like, it, it, no, it, they were going to fix things with their pen and get back home. Right. I'm sure they would effort it. But if they efforted it and couldn't get off the surface of the moon, what do you do? You just open the hatch and go? Like, how, how, what was the plan? Uh, I just got a personal text that I can't read because it's too mean. But it said 10 and 2 is James. I'll just read it. Is James huffing glue this morning. <laughs> my, What was my prediction? What did I just say? 8 and 4. Thank you. They could go 10 and 2. Look, Fort Collins guy, just circle December 20th on your calendar, make the trip to Albuquerque and enjoy the New Mexico Bowl. Get off my text. All right. Uh, with that, we'll move over to Marty O and the uh, fact checker. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's fact checker. Presented by Ken's Auto Service. For all your auto repairs and vehicle maintenance needs. Ken's Auto Service. A full-service preventative maintenance and auto repair center in Aurora. More info at kensautoserviceinc.com. 
Uh, today's fact checker is mostly focused on the more you know. So what? That. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Don't don't burst my bubble, Marty. I've had a good day, a good week. Okay, go ahead. Well, let's end it here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we'll start with James mispronouncing a word. I think. A bunch of ditches and fill them with water and then even the dirt out to that because it would all be level. I'm like, that's pretty ingenious. That's brilliant. Ah, that's a microphone popping. <laughs> I honestly was looking up, okay, is ing- it just a word? Yeah, ingenious. I know it's supposed to be ingenious. Jeez. You are nitpicking. Well, I'm today. about to blast Will here, so I wanted to get you one at least. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. All right, here we uh, go. So, uh, I made a little montage of Will being thoroughly engaged in the uh, the more you know. He had a couple of wrong guesses in there. It went pretty bad. So let's hear some highlights. Uh, All right. The landing was uh, broadcasted live around the world. How many people tuned in? Uh, at that time, there was, what, 5 billion people on Earth? I don't know. Two bill. 600 million people. We discovered three new minerals. Three new minerals. Which were they? Like, are they on the chart now? What's that thing called? They're like uh, the periodic table? Yeah. No. Uh, how many pounds of lunar rocks did they bring back? Uh, 30. 47.5 pounds. How much fuel? How many seconds of fuel do you think he had left when he finally touched down? When the Eagle finally landed? A gallon. 25 seconds worth of fuel. Command module was Columbia. Very American thing. Uh, Columbia is very American? Yeah, everything's named Columbia. Like where Escobar's from. Not Columbia, Columbia. It's with a U. Oh, okay, are you thing. liking how engaged I am? So yeah, you can do it. It's a bo- It's a. It's a planet. Just a- land on it. By right. the way, people on the text line say I called the moon a planet. I know it's not a planet, but it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, right? No, not the same thing. My favorite one in there was I guessed him. I asked him to guess how many seconds <laughs> worth of fuel he had left, and his answer was a gallon. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably about the same. What's the what's the ratio between seconds and gallons? I don't know. I have no idea. How many seconds? Uh, I don't know. One gallon. <laughs> that was I him also, being engaged. I also like that. Do you like how engaged I am? <laughs> yeah. If you if you have to tell me you're engaged, you're not engaged. Well, you asked me to be engaged. It was a specific request. Yes, because mm-hmm. normally Vic mocks you during that. During segment. an on-air segment, I asked you to pay attention. That is correct. <laughs> But the more you know, come on. What is the more you know generally? I won't do it when Vic's here. I'm done. You're officially boycotting said segment. It's, you know, I'm just trying to educate you guys on some non-sports topics, and he just makes fun of it the whole time. But you know you got rave reviews, right? Like, that's nice to hear. From the text line, from the personal text line, like, it was your best one ever. Thanks. So I'll give you credit. Well, it does help to have it be a topic that I'm oddly, uh, overly passionate about. I thought okay. it, I thought it was rather ingenious of you. <laughs> and that's it for me, actually. Appreciate uh, it, Marty. I don't, Marty, I don't think I mispronounced ingenious. I think it was the microphones. I think there was just like a blip there. How classic. Something went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, no personal responsibility. Error. Yeah. Bring a felt tip pen and fix the microphone then. Yeah, I will. I'll bring it. Yeah. Uh, Dan Tanner's in here smiling. So that's always a good sign. That's a good sign. Did no, I hear no Connor McGahee's in the house today? Is that the rumor? Is Connor here? Nice. He's on with Scott. And guess who they're talking to? I'll give him some credit. Maybe he'll smile about this. Dan Tanner booked Dan Hynote for them. We were talking about random Denver athletes to get a beer with. I think Dan Hynote's, I'm not trying to call him too random, but, you know. He would be high atop the list. Is he the one that Vic pronounced Hinote? I think he and Gary Miller have the epic story of, they like, Dan Hinote. Right, right. (laughs) It's like, no, it's Hynote. Assuming he was like, you know. It was not just a pretty American name. Dan Hynote. Yeah. All right, Manchester, before we go, uh, what are you looking for from the Rockies in the desert this weekend? Clearly, they can't get swept. 
that would be the thing that is just a yeah. total buzzkill. Got to win at least one. You got to win one, and if you win two, it's it's. If you gravy. win the series, you're still rolling. You're still officially rolling if you win the series. If you go down there and you win one out of three, all right, you didn't, not a disaster. It kind of can get back on track. If you go down there and go 0-3 and, and all of a sudden we look up at the end of the weekend and they're five back, like, well, that was fun while it lasted. When you look at the schedule, you go three with Arizona, then you have two here against Houston, who's amazing. That's fun. That's fun. Uh, three here against Oakland. Those are winnable, even though they're pretty good. And then you go four to St. Louis and three to Milwaukee, and you're seven in that brutal NL Central Midwest where the Rockies have struggled over the years. So, I mean, come August 5th, after you finish that series Sunday in Milwaukee against a good Brewers team, we will know a heck of a lot about whether the Rockies are really in this thing or if this little kind of comeback after the LeMahieu home run was a mirage. We will know at that point if the Rockies are going to keep us entertained for the rest of the year or if it's just time to focus solely on the Broncos friendlies. By the way, uh the Broncos have their media barbecue one week from today, Manchester. Guess who's got to sit in front of a hot microphone for the first time in a long time? VJ. Well, I wasn't going there, but yes, he's been oh, in front of Oh, I just want a, some more VJ quotes. Oh, he's been in front of many a hot microphones at OTAs. Uh, John. Wasn't going there. Um, Paxton. Wasn't going there. Uh, I don't know. Joe, Joe Ellis. Joe Ellis is going to have to talk about Beth Bowlin and her going on the record and her going public. The Broncos can release all the statements they want. Is he for sure going to speak? In the rest of the media? He, he always talks. Okay. I'm just I'm wondering like have we seen an agenda? You don't you think Kiz or some of the other people in this town will ask about it cuz I do. Oh yeah, definitely. That's the number one topic to ask the uh acting owner of the Broncos. That that's the topic. What why is Beth Bowen not qualified? You know what we'll get though? I guarantee you we'll get this kiss butt question. Uh Joe, uh, looking around here, tell us about the construction. We'll get that for sure. And I got one number one suspect for who's throwing that softball to lead things off. Well, and I think people will ask about the new stadium name as well. Um, we'll carry that press conference live here on Altitude 950 on the Hastings and Brownman Show. But to me, I want to know what Joe has to say about Beth Bowling going public. And I want to know what's the long-term plan. Is it really going to be Broncos Stadium at Mile High? I think those are two very viable questions and interesting topics. And they should be asked first. They won't be. But they'll be asked. They'll be asked. Somebody will get around to ask. What do you think the toughest question John will get will be? Oh, uh, boy. That's a good, that's a really good question. I, I would like somebody to ask him about Akeeb Tlaib's comments about getting rid of the dogs. I, I'd like to know if he thinks he's, cause he sat, he sat up there in front of the media at an end of season press conference and then he did it again in a pre-draft press conference and talked about how his number one goal was to keep their strength a strength and that was maintaining their defense. They haven't. With Wade Phillips leaving, TJ Ward leaving, Danny Trevathan leaving, Malik Jackson leaving, Akeem Tlaib leaving. It's not. It's not anywhere near the same defense it was for Super Bowl 50. I would like to hear him address how he thinks he's gone, uh, gone about that. Answers a week from today at Dove Valley. Fired up finale, please. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. It did not say, if you kneel, you're gone for four games. It did not. So the Associated Press and the media and the people who just want to jump all over this topic and use it to make a name for themselves connected dots. That Yeah, I mean, it, theoretically what they said could be true, but that's not what the policy said. No. But the NFL just can't get it right. It's also on them to communicate these things properly and to avoid these kind of problems. How does a multi-billion dollar business have this inept of PR people? How? I don't understand it. 
for the record, uh, I won all three days when Vic wasn't here. Well, isn't that the point? You were 0 for 5. I drive the show and you scream. Isn't that the point? <laughs> That's the uh, recipe that we've dr- drawn up. <laughs> Pretty much it. Yeah, I don't really the, think I'm supposed to win the fire. Uh, That's the show in a nutshell. All right, we got the voice of the avalanche on altitude 950. Connor McGahey in the house with Scott Hastings. And they'll talk to Dan 